0: Hello and welcome to Level Up and Friends, the podcast for those of us from the comic book and video game store, Level Up Entertainment, get together with some friends and have a dis- uh, different discussion every week about something we're passionate about. Uh, this week's one of the things we're most passionate about, and it's Batman movies. Um, almost any given day, you can hear one of us complain or talk about uh, a Batman movie with someone or each other uh, in the store. Um, as usual, I'm your host, Scott, and joining me this week, I've got Kendall. Hello. We've got Harry. Hey, everybody. And uh, joining us for the first time this week, we've got Shenandoah.
1: Hello.
0: Um, Thank you guys for joining me so much. Um, Shenandoah, this is our first time on, uh, so thank you for having us. Uh, Thank you for being able to join us. Thank you. Um, So I'm excited. Let's let's just get into this now. There's a lot of cinematic Batman to cover. Um, We're going to go through, uh, first, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the release of Batman theatrical movies um and give our thoughts on them we'll cut and then after commercial break we'll talk about our favorites and least favorites um so let's um and just before anyone goes in the comments and stuff be like they didn't do the movie serials from the 1930s we're specifically talking about movies um theatrically released movies where there's you sit in one se- one session and watch them um also i doubt uh, basically anyone but me has seen those serials on the panel um, so uh, we're gonna just so we're gonna start it with Batman the movie in 1966 starting Adam West and Burt Ward um, I don't want to tip my hand too much but uh, people that longtime listeners know I love the 60s Batman show um, it's the Batman costume I have it's hanging on my behind my uh, closet right to my left um, I really enjoyed this movie um, it's intentionally funny like it's an intentional comedy um, which I think if you don't go into it with that mindset where you're trying to expect a serious Batman movie, you're going to be either woefully confused or incredibly disappointed or a combination thereof. Um, but I, I don't know if anyone else has seen it and has any thoughts about it.
2: Um, I think it's a brilliant Batman movie. Um, and just like... I mean, you could say about the show in general, but, like, it it is funny, but when I was a kid, I took, it took Penguin's Exploding Shark very seriously, <laughs> uh, and it works, um, and that that is also the magic of just that show in general, like, kids will, like, kids will be there for, like, the action a- aspect of it, and, like, they can get fully invested in that. And like an adult can watch it and be like, this is great camp.
0: Yeah, I, it's to its strength. And I think what makes it work is Adam West is so good. He plays everything so deadpan and serious, no matter what ridiculous thing. Like there's a part where they're stranded out on a buoy and a torpedo is coming to get them and the bad guys think they killed them. And it's revealed like, off screen that like a dolphin threw itself in the way of that to save them and it's so silly and dumb but like it's that's what makes it so funny because he's like that noble creature saved it's you know gave us it's life. we have to like make sure it's like sacrifice wasn't in vain like he's explaining this to robin like this is a real serious life lesson (laughs) and that to me is so funny because he takes it seriously he's not like winking at the camera and that's what makes it so charming and uh I know we're focusing on Batmans from this episode, but like the villains in it are great. It's probably some of my favorite versions of like, it's, it's literally my favorite version of the Penguins. One of my favorite versions of the Riddler. One of my favorite versions of the Joker. Um, it's, I like Earthly Kitts, Catwoman a little bit better from the same era um, because again, she plays it a little bit more silly. Like she does more cat puns and stuff. So I'm not to tip our hand too much farther into the discussion, but I like that kind of stuff with my Batman. Because uh, I think he's an inherently silly concept. His name is Batman. He fights a clown. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I but if you're going for the more lighthearted take on Batman, this is uh, one of my favorites uh, to do. Um, yeah.
2: And it just has such a good style to it that, like, like other, you know. And we'll get into it, but I think like stylistically a lot of like the batman movies are like this is very much of the time and not saying that uh batman the movie isn't of its time but it's also very good at being timeless. timeless
0: yeah it is it is yeah you're right it is extremely 60s but like they're not making like references to things in the 60s they're not like wearing bell bottoms and stuff um but yeah, it it's very much it's very it really nails like the classic old school comic book aesthetic. Like all the shots with the villains are at a dutch angle because they're crooked people. So the camera is crooked. Um I don't know. I it's I I loved it as a kid. I love it even more as an adult. It's like you said like when you're a kid you take it real serious like you're in it. Like their world is is you know it's for serious but like as an adult I get that they're making Th- this is intentionally supposed to be like funny you know like that penguin has like dehydrated like goons <laughs> that like he sneaks i love when he's like uh he's he's under disguise uh as, as this other character so like batman will take him to the pink take him to the bat cave but batman and robin are like this is clearly the penguin because he <laughs> looks and acts exactly like the penguin just with a beard um they like not falling for any of his stuff it's really funny um but I think we'll move on because the next one—it's just really crazy that like Batman's been around for so long. So in the in the '60s we got a theatrical movie, and we didn't get another one until 1989. Um, so yeah, let's talk about Batman '89. I think it's might it's arguably I think the most iconic Batman movie. I don't know if anyone would disagree with me on that.
3: It's just crazy how you take the '66 movie and then you go to the '89. It's just like so jarring it's so on the opposite end of of everything you know it's very dark and and uh, the Tim Burton style uh, it's just it's so strange that uh, that, that I don't know I, I guess this is reflecting what was going on in the country at the time what was going on in the comic books um, but it, it's just such a such a departure from what came before and you know I guess the 66 people maybe grew up or whatever they, they say about it but
0: uh, I, I, I remember at the time uh, I mean, granted, in '89 I was four, but I know a lot of the conversation that happened around then is a lot of people kind of went through like a, like where they did not like the '60s show, the camp and stuff. They were embarrassed and thought it was silly. So I know the comics, like for and from the '70s and the '80s especially, were going in like the exact opposite direction and making Batman real dark. Um, so this is a reflection of that. So I think it was it was intentionally done to be the opposite style of the 60s version of Batman.
2: That said, um yeah. it's not so it is dark, but it's still directed by Tim Burton. So it's <laughs> dark in that really surreal kind of like way. Just like
0: yeah it's it's got like a dreamlike quality to it. Yeah. And I would say if it wasn't for the Prince soundtrack, I would also say it was timeless. <laughs> mm-hmm um i mean prince is pretty great i'm not saying he's <laughs> not that's, a yeah, good that's, soundtrack. <laughs> yeah.
3: that's what pulls you out though and if you were re-watching no, it now sure. it's like True, oh, this yeah. is this isn't a product of you know late 80s early 90s oh
0: yeah for sure <laughs> what do you guys think about uh, michael keaton uh, as batman here because we can we can also discuss uh batman returns uh, which came out in 1992 here as well the sequel to this because it's again michael same actor same director i I think he also. I think Tim Burton wrote both movies. Did he? I think so. I don't know. Um, I probably should have learnt, uh, done research on that before we had a conversation. <laughs> right? But it, they're both very much Tim Burton movies. It's very much yeah, one hundred percent. So even if he didn't write it, his authorial stamp is on both of them. So yeah. So what do you guys? What are you guys' thoughts on this? This interpretation of the Dark Knight here. We'll start with you, Shenandoah.
1: I I definitely think he's unique in the way that he's not he's not very like you think of Batman I guess especially at this point whenever he's like super macho you know he's dark he's he's a loner he's just incredibly masculine and then you have Michael Keaton who doesn't really embody that he's not like he doesn't actively try and be like the strong man he's very you know like the comics he's very driven by being a detective he's you know he does a lot of his own work um he's kind of bookish and like a little nerdy and you're like he's awkward and doesn't really have a lot of social skills and you're like this guy I could you know I could see you know when people say oh I could be Batman that's the kind of like thing you could see yourself be like I could be Michael Keaton's Batman because he's just that you know he's he's almost just like an everyday guy versus you know billionaire Bruce Wayne and um yeah I, I like that he's just his own thing like he just, he, he's very set apart from, you know, like Christian Bale's Batman. He just, he's just his own unique, um, version of the character, I think.
4: Okay.
1: I mean, they all are, but <laughs> I loved him.
0: <laughs> what about you, Hare?
3: So, you know, if we're talking about Michael Keaton, I remember there was a lot of hubbub at the time of his casting. He was in comedies before this. So they were like, oh, how is he going to be Batman? But, uh. But no, I, I totally agree that you know once he sort of steps into the role, uh, you, you kind of see it. And um, I also really appreciate. I think he we move away as we move away from this era from the Bruce Wayne story uh, mm-hmm. of the Batman, mm-hmm. the, the two parts of it. You know, they focus more sort of on the the Batman half than the Bruce Wayne half.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I think Keaton does a, in, in his movies does a really good job of of playing up both parts. And and um, you know, I I like especially the scene I'm thinking about where he's uh, having dinner with, with Vicki Vale and they're at the table and he's sitting there and they're sipping the soup and like the tables, you know, the, the length of the TV screen. And, you know, he's like, I, I don't think I've ever eaten in this room before. And, you know, <laughs> he's got sort of um, some of that charm and humor that you saw from the Adam West era, but it, it, it's um, it's also what sets him apart for me from some of the later iterations of Bruce Wayne that we get.
0: Yeah, I, I did want to bring up that Michael Keaton also, he also plays Bruce Wayne, not just Batman, which most of these characters don't necessarily do. And we'll get into them a little bit more uh, in a bit. I also like that, like, as Bruce Wayne, he gets to kind of confront the Joker at one point. You know, the let's do you want to get nuts, let's get nuts scene. Um,
3: well, yeah, they changed the yeah. origin story a little bit to, to like mm-hmm. work the Joker in there. I mean, that, that had to be pretty touchy at the time, too. Uh, to pull jack napier and make him joe chill basically and mm-hmm. you know, he's the murderer of, of bruce's parents
0: yeah one one thing i like about this era of batman at the batman half of it is i i don't know how much of this is tim burton or how much of this is like technical limitations of the time so it's it's well known that his, he couldn't turn his neck or anything but he has to do like these big bold movements and they look really cool and he's lit very much in shadow so you can't see a lot of the imperfections. With the makeup and stuff so like he looks really i think this might be one of the more interesting looking live action batman um just in his physicality and just the way he's lit um i i think it's it might amazing it doesn't sound weird but it reminds me a little bit of like a mike mignola drawing where it's a lot of like heavy darks and shadows
4: for sure yeah and,
0: and i think that adds a lot of like texture that we we we'll get we'll get there later but like some of the more recent movies like you just see batman in like straight up broad daylight and he looks terrible (laughs) um but we'll save that for when we get to that movie Uh, i have lots of things to say about
3: it and and i'm a batmobile guy so like i gotta we can't leave the Keaton era without talking about the the burton mobile and and just how classic that iteration of the batmobile is just i think the best one in in my opinion in terms of live action batmobile for sure
0: i are it's a great batmobile we did talk about Batman '66. We didn't talk about all the wonderful vehicles he has in that. That one is my favorite version of the Batmobile. I love the red uh, highlights and stuff. Um, I love the the '60s fins and like all the weird gadgets it has. Like you know, he also gets a helicopter and a boat and a motorcycle. Um, so there's a lot of fun things in that too. But like yeah, the the Michael Keaton one, I think, is probably a more the most interesting design Batman's had because you don't see a car that looks like that like ever in real life
3: yeah i I feel you know i feel like the 66 batmobile is more like batman bought a car off the lot and painted it and like added some stuff to it the burton mobile is is like just (laughs) yeah yeah, which is that is is what happened (laughs) but uh, the burton mobile it's just i don't know it's like only batman could have that car
2: and it was so cool in the movie like he's just like stop
3: oh
0: yeah it's just like he did get he does have a plane in that one too it has the corniest scene where he goes up in front of the moon and it's the Batman logo for no reason. But it works because you're kind of That's, bought into like it's like we said, it's got kind of like this little bit of a dreamlike logic to it, to this world. Yeah. Like what matters is driving around. Yeah. he's driving around the woods and it looks like that scene in Nightmare Before Christmas where like Jack's like finding the doors <laughs> yeah. on the holidays.
2: It really does. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It doesn't look real, but like it's interesting to look at.
2: And like even like uh as Shenandoah was saying, like Okay. He like, Tim Burton, especially at this time, like, was really good at just making the main characters reflections of himself, um, <laughs> and I think, like, Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne would definitely, like, that's what Tim Burton would be if he was, a will that, yeah, whose <laughs> parents were murdered, <laughs> you know, by the Joker, who like, he's just, like, a weirdo, yeah.
1: he is weird i mean the you, know, you want to get nuts scene it's just a perfect illustration of that
0: <laughs> yeah it makes his batman seem a little unhinged which it just to be, a bit. To, to be fair he would <laughs> be
3: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he does murder people in this too I mean that's one of those things like Batman doesn't cross that line but in this movie he like blows up you know the, some of the bad guys the Batmobile has uh, machine guns in it, it it's like, yeah crosses his that hands line
2: hands
0: like, Yeah, yeah his plan, he was going to gun down the Joker at the point of the parade like you just mm-hmm. he just missed him that's all that like didn't just stopped him from killing him um, <laughs> I'm not wild about Batman being a murderer but like for this movie you know, and it's logic it worked it's fine <laughs> um which it's a bigger problem later in this list um Mm -hmm. (laughs) well but you know speaking of later in this list let's move on to the next theatrical release which is not the next the sequel to this movie um batman mask of the phantasm came out a year after batman returns in 1993 um so this is the the batman the animated series uh origin movie because you never get his origin in the actual tv show um so it had a limited theatrical release so we have a reason to discuss it arguably the best batman movie uh, we'll get into the argument later in the podcast um but what do you guys think of the, the this version of batman i guess you know we can discuss the animated series at large um but i think this is the best batman origin story we've gotten um i don't know if you guys feel similarly yeah i think it's
2: i think it works really well um and it's just like kind of like a different and a like it's very much jumps between two times which definitely helps it not feel like an origin movie
0: yeah so it's like it, you pl- get it, his- yeah and i like that the twist on his origin were like it's you know spoiler alert uh where the phantasm like the 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 main plot he's dealing with in the present is this mysterious phantasm showing up and and killing select people from his past and he needs to figure it out. It's interspersed with uh, Bruce Wayne, like kind of working towards becoming Batman. And he's even questioning whether or not he should, because he's falling Mm -hmm. in love with this woman and he's potentially seeing a life for himself beyond like essentially grieving for what happened to his parents. Um, Obviously that didn't work out and he becomes Batman in the end. And again, this one ties the Joker to his origin as well. Um, which you know, Mark Hamill's Joker is so good. Yeah, in a way that's, that's really—it's really good. It's a lot of emo. It's like surprisingly emotional, um, especially again because this was like based on a kids' show. Which mm-hmm. I would—I hesitate. To, I don't even like calling it a kids' show. I think it—it works for any age. I loved it as a kid. I, it's one of the things again. I like it even more as an adult. I think there's only like yeah, two they- bad episodes of the entire thing. <laughs>
3: There's a lot of this movie that you'll see picked up later, especially in the Nolan trilogy. Um, And so somebody watching it today might think, well, you know, why is this such a highly regarded Batman movie? I mean, these stories have all been told before. Whatever. You have to put yourself back in that time. I mean, you know, not many people had had read Year one. Maybe, you know, it kind of had like a second resurgence in like the 2000s. So not many people had seen that story. Um, not many people had seen a Batman that's questioning whether or not he should be Batman and you know whether or not this is this is the way it goes and, and there's that scene in this one where he's like at his parents' grave and it's raining and he's like begging them to release him from uh, the oath that he made to to be Batman because he's finally found happiness for himself and it's just like that scene is is, I hate to say well acted because it's animation, but <laughs> it's it's so good and uh, you know it, it's it's one of those things that, for its time, you know, you just hadn't seen that side of Batman before, where he he wasn't fully into this, you know, and 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 wanting to be that vigilante. And and also speaking of vigilanteism, we also play a little bit of that. And and Batman versus the the Gotham PD, um, and and those storylines also get picked up in other movies. So um, this movie did a lot for I think the franchise as a whole, and was uh, it's been borrowed from quite a bit too.
0: Yeah, it, it, and but you talk about it being like "quote unquote" well acted, even though it's animated. It's animation is astounding. Um, it's so okay. good. Like the show is really and the good. Scooper, but
3: like, like Shirley Walker. Yeah. Oh yeah, the and music it's like, is, yeah. is. I mean that
0: everything. theme song alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the whole the show is it's based on is great, and this is just that with a budget, so it's even better than what it already like. Some it took some great and made it even better, and it's. Yeah. Again, I. I I wish I saw this more when I was younger, but it wasn't something I discovered until like I was a teenager. Something later, like like 2000s. Yeah, I didn't know about it. Oh
2: man, I saw it in theaters. It was so intense.
0: I'm so jealous. I I would have loved to see it in theaters, especially in 1993. Like, I, remember, I would have been like,
3: two, so not possible. <laughs> yeah, I would have been too young too. But I, I remember the show, the, the cartoon yeah. coming on, like kids WB and, and you know mm-hmm. weekday afternoons and stuff, but um not this this movie.
0: Oh man. Um, see I would have been I would have been seven. Um, so I was been at the perfect age. I was already watching yeah. the show, and I remember when the show premiered, because it was premiered on primetime, and the first episode was about Man Bat, and I kind of had that experience people like in England have with Doctor Who, where you watch it from behind the couch because you're scared but you can't stop watching it oh man it freaked me out but i was like so compelling again it was we're talking about like where you take this really serious um but oh man i i was in I love i'm in love with this version of batman like it's one of one of the top tier
3: it's great that it's all on hbo max too i mean because yeah. there was a lot of trouble getting it on dvd and blu-ray and it was really late coming out so if you have hbo max go check it out
0: yeah, I think I think we kind of like were talking about this off camera cuz uh, I know you were trying to watch some of this stuff in preparation for the the thing uh, for the discussion. I think we've we've discovered some of this stuff's not on HBO Max, Max, at least not yet. I think
2: just uh 66 is the only one that's not.
0: Yeah, cuz I know Fox or, yeah, I think Fox kind of partially owns it. So it was a long time before it came out on Home Home Media as well. Um Mhm yeah uh mass phantasm a uh, 10 out of 10 movie but it's very
3: i'm surprised they haven't used that phantasm character more i think it did come they're, back they're, yeah it's currently... just
0: come back yeah they're currently um, batman it, and catwoman. Yeah, batman and catwoman yep yeah. in fact they're on the cover oh, wow. of the issue uh coming out as of this episode's release next uh next week cool. nice
3: cool because i mean it's it's brave for the first animated uh theatrical release and they, and they yeah use the joker yes but he's kind of like a side character the phantasm mm. is really the main villain to use somebody that's a brand new character was was really brave really bold and i think they did a great job with it and i and it's surprised that she kind of got shelled for so long agreed um, yeah. yeah especially yeah. since this show the show is also the one that created harley
0: quinn like it was really good at coming up with original characters how yeah. iconic you know now harley quinn's had two movies now so like and, and a TV show, which I actually enjoy. Uh, go listen yeah, to that yeah. episode of the podcast. Um,
3: and, and to be honest, I kind of like the Bruce and uh, I think her name is Aunt Andrea. 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 Yeah. I, Andrea that, I like that pairing better than Bruce and Selena, which is something they've tried to force you know on us ever since. But I, I, I just felt like they did a really great job of tying those two together. And, and I would have liked to see that continue.
1: Yeah, narratively, she's a really good foil for him. I think that was such an interesting way to tie everything together. And like, it's it's i think there's so many things about this movie that are just so powerful like especially for an animated movie like you wouldn't expect the scene that um sticks out to me the most is always going to be the scene when he puts on the uh cowl and the mask for the first time and alfred just like gasps because he just comes out of the shadows so that it's that iconic moment with, like his eyes narrowing in the darkness and you're like oh my god it's freaking batman you know like yeah. it's just it's so good. It, this movie is just incredible. It's, it's
0: amazing that that works because you've already seen him be Batman in the right, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're still like, Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs>
0: it's the first time, like he stares at the mask a little bit before he puts it on, like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like the point of no return, you know? Yeah, exactly. So good. Oh man, I kind of want to re watch that movie now. Uh, maybe we'll do that <laughs> after this. And
3: it's shorter than you think, it's only like it's like a little over an hour, so yeah it's, it. it oh, yeah, it's not bad. Oh, yeah, it's
0: it goes down smooth. Um so, we'll go back to live action Batman real quick. Uh, the next release was in 1995. We've got Batman Forever, um, the sequel to Batman Returns. Uh, they definitely altered course uh, in the middle of this quadrilogy. Um, Bruce, uh, not Bruce, Tim. Oh my god. Uh, Tim Burton is out uh, and Joel Schumacher's in. Uh, Michael Keaton's gone. We have Val Kilmer now. Um, I'm sure some of you guys have more things to say about this version of, uh, of Batman um, please take the floor
3: yeah this is okay I, I will I, I know this movie has its faults but this was when this came out I was uh, let's see seven seven or eight years old so like the target market for this I mean all the the toys the gadgets the campiness like when, how you guys talk about Batman 66 is how I feel about this movie because okay. Like though that campiness, it was, it was good, it was good to me. Like it it hit. I loved Jim Carrey as the Riddler, you know, he made me laugh. Uh, I was upset when he blew up the Batmobile, because again, I'm a Batmobile guy. And this one had like neon lights on it. I thought it was so cool. You know, so looking back on it now, I could say, oh yeah, that that movie had some serious problems. But as a kid, I was super into it. Totally, totally loved it
0: what do you think about uh val kilmer i honestly he's he's so he's so forgettable to me like i I never remember anything he says or does in it i remember a lot of the other stuff around it like jim carrey and uh 2 Face and stuff
3: but and even robin it Er it feels it feels like there's pits bits and pieces of this movie that are are missing and i'm sure a lot of it ended up on the cutting room floor because they tried to do like a subplot with uh, the dichotomy between Bruce Wayne and Batman and and mirroring that with Two-Face uh, and his two uh, personalities. And I think because a lot of that got cut out, Val Kilmer's Bruce Wayne uh, suffers for it. And he's sort of like a blank slate. Like I can't, I can't point to one moment like the, the Michael Keaton dinner scene where you're like, oh, you know, that was a great Bruce Wayne moment. Like it's just, he just seems like he's just there to fight the villains and he gets outshined by uh, Jim Carrey at least I, I don't know Tommy Lee Jones's performance is kind of all over the place but um, the, the I, I just thing, feel like Val Kilmer's yeah. just
0: the only thing I remember Val Kilmer says or does is like it's the car chicks dig the car that's yeah. the only and thing about, I remember I'll get drives through yeah that's the, the only thing I remember open. yeah
2: the movie opens with him saying I'll get drives
0: through <laughs> wasn't that a commercial? Was I thought that was a commercial was that in the movie? I'm pretty sure they used the it movie. as,
1: as like, to, I think yeah. it
0: was part of a commercial.
1: I remember well, it was like a McDonald's, McDonald's
3: has a huge promotion.
1: About, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Because they had the glasses, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the collectible like cups had to go <laughs> yeah. out and get them. Made my poor yeah. parents drive me out there to go find them out, and you know, yeah. Yeah, um,
0: I remember Batman Forever having a lot of merchandising like yeah
3: that was the other part of this era was i know that merchandising was pretty big in for the uh, tim burton movies but i think they just cranked it up to like 11 and it, it it started seeping into the narrative of the movie where you felt like okay that gadget's only in here to sell me a toy you know uh, batman changed his costume that's just to sell me another action figure and, and you start to feel that where there's there's less of a narrative reason for these things um, oh, the whole I mean- like final Riddler sequence with the sequence of oh, wow, like the, yeah. stuff. It's <laughs> the just like, white
0: costume. What is that? Like, why? But, yeah. I, I, I'll say this about Jim Carrey's Riddler. Um, I like that he's he sort of, you could say he was channeling Frank Gershon from the 60s. Yeah, definitely. Like his mm. costume looks more like some of the costumes he's had. Um, I I can see
2: that, kind of. Uh, I also think a lot of that is uh he's Huh. How can I do <laughs> it without giving this podcast an explicit tag? Yeah. Will um, uh, will he's up his own ass? <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: yeah. I and as a Two Face fan, I do have one issue uh, with Two Face. Oh, just and one that's, uh, when he's flipping his just one. Oh, well, yeah. I, I would have liked to see a little bit more of the Harvey side, too. But no, there is a scene where he's flipping his coin, and he's not happy with the result because he wants to go ahead and kill Bruce. And uh, he just keeps flipping the coin over and over and over again. It's like, no, that is not what Two-Face would do. He would take the first result. And you know if it's good heads, then he doesn't kill somebody. So I was a little, I just want to put that out there because it bothers <laughs> me every time I watch it.
2: I also have a problem with his opening scene, where he flips the coin as to whether or not he's gonna kill that security guard. And then like he's like, oh, you get to live. But then he just like puts him in a death <laughs> ship where he's definitely going to die. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. I, I rewatched this is uh not my favorite batman movie and i re-watched it this morning to decide whether or not it was going to be at the bottom of my list yeah. and I just found so many problems with it. But we'll
0: get into that. We'll, we'll get into that after the, the, the yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I think I just had the rose-colored glasses on. It's, that's my problem.
1: Yeah. I, and that's we'll say oh. that Joel Schumacher definitely knows a color palette. Like <laughs> It's awesome. probably like the, the two movies he did were definitely the most colorful. And for that, you're just like, this is kind of
2: fun. <laughs> well, yeah. the pieces look really good. Um, Like the apartment building where the or I'm sorry, I called him the Joker. (laughs) The D is the Joker, but where the Riddler lives um, is just so
0: cool looking. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the movie looks really. Yeah, it's it's really pretty. (laughs) Yeah. Well, speaking of colors and uh, having the toys run the narrative, uh, the follow up to this, Batman and Robin in 1997. (laughs) It's been they've been very candid like oh yeah we yes can, we can mm. sell another toy um i kind of love this movie it's and i love it in the way that like i love things like the room this movie watching this movie is like watching money burn it's like simultaneously <laughs> extremely expensive looking and extremely cheap and it's, it's an experience to behold um i i kind of i kind of love it um i'm not gonna tell you it's a good movie it's a terrible movie uh it's a reason nobody really likes it but um i will say to defend it my one friend b who's been on the podcast a couple times this is their favorite batman movie um i wouldn't go that Hmm. far uh we'll get into that when we get into that a little bit um but yeah uh what do you guys think about george Clooney? i think he did a fine job with the material he was given I know he's apologized for this movie many times. It is not his fault the way it is. Um, okay.
3: you know, I, I I I might get thrown off this podcast for this, but like for me, it's it's that same level of like silliness as Batman 66. Like if I were yes. to go back and try to watch Batman 66, I'd have that I'd have to be in that same mindset as watching this movie. And I think that's what they were trying to go for. I, I think
0: that's what I'm responding to. However, I do think Batman 66 like was legitimately trying to be a comedy i think this was just being dumb and it happens to be funny because it's a dumb movie like i i I, like i said i enjoy it in the way i enjoy like crappy b movies um Mm. where like i don't think i'm so much laughing with the movie do you know what i mean except for uma thurman i feel like she's the only one that really knows what movie she's in and is giving an appropriate performance 100 percent (laughs) um
2: I, I I agree. It's very. I think it channels. I think it's more intentional than 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 you think, Scott. I mean, I think I do
0: think there is an intention for it, but like I don't think it. I don't think it's going. It, it's not doing it in the same way that the '60s one is. It doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah. No, it definitely is going about it in a different way.
1: But- it was. It was definitely like a. a- a 90s comedy like the way that it's set up like that's a very different sense of humor than the 60s like this but i mean this was very like you know jim carrey-esque is the best i can even because you know he just had that that unique sense of humor and i feel like that was just all of schumacher's work with the two batman movies um i will say that this was definitely for me my nostalgia movie because First of all, I wanted to be Uma Thurman. <laughs> her, her Poison <laughs> Ivy was just like everything to me. I had like a huge poster on the back of my wall. I wanted all of the all of the merchandise. And uh, of course then there was Alicia Silverstone's mm-hmm. Bad Girl which now i'm like oh my god what it's
0: was so, that it's so cringy to watch now
1: i know yeah. uncle alfred you're just like oh lord
0: oh god and then she disappears for an hour after she accidentally stumbles across her batgirl <laughs> uh
3: yeah it's like I, um, and I, I will i do have to say the arnold uh arnold schwarzenegger as mr freeze too like that yeah. that inspired casting Inspired casting yeah. for sure, um, and I like that they incorporated Great. some of the animated series Mister Freeze, that that tragic backstory with his wife, um, but then you know it's kind of buried under all the ice puns and yeah. the, the ice capade, you know the the fighting on the skates and all that. Um, so and, and the crazy plot of the movie to you know use that giant telescope ice cannon thing, it, it, it I, I think. Schwarzenegger could have been a great Mister Freeze, and like that, there would have been a really, really good story in there. You know uh, what? I think he would do a better Mister Freeze now
0: than he would have done back then, because I've seen him try to do like. Did you watch? Uh, oh god, I can't remember what's called where he has like his daughter's a zombie, but like he doesn't talk a lot in it, and it's mostly like he acts with like he's got kind of like this more weathered, like world weary presence now. I think a more quiet, mm-hmm. like contemplative Mister Freeze might be really interesting. Like, with Arnold now, like, not, mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love every word he says has something to do with ice or being cold. But, like, <laughs> going, going the hard opposite direction, like, I think that might legitimately be interesting. And mm. I'm going to give the movie a little bit of credit here. When he's, like, thrown in jail um, to make him, they try, they do make an effort to make him seem, like, kind of withered and small. Like, because he's wearing, like, these oversized jail clothes like he's shot very differently but like he just looks like a little kid because arnold's you know Mm -hmm. physically Mm -hmm. huge and just looks like he's wearing big clothes but i do think Mm -hmm. that they're trying to do something like that to make him look like physically weak um Mm -hmm. although i will say in that scene there's a nice callback where they show like the the costumes from the villains from the previous movie like in the you know and like, like, lock up and stuff,
3: yeah. That's what I when we called these like a, a set of four, and and I, I don't know, it's really you know, like
0: kind of two sets of two, but they're always yeah, packaged yeah. together as like the 90s Batman movies, you know.
3: Well, because you know, you do have the continuity with uh Alfred, um, yes, I, I forget the the actor's uh, name, Michael uh, Goh, Michael Goh, uh, and uh, also the yeah, Gordon, but I, I can't remember the guy's name. Pat something, Hinkle, maybe something like that. I think Pat uh, but they, name, yeah. yeah, those two are the same in in all four movies. But so we have, do have a little bit of continuity. Mm-hmm,
0: but we have vastly different Harvey Dents.
3: Vastly different Harvey Dents, and and again, that's a storyline that like just got dropped, and there was a, a an ugly contract battle between uh, Billy D. Williams and and the studio, and he was supposed to, he was promised this meteor. Role later on, and they just kind of dropped it for time.
1: What a waste! I'm yeah. always upset about that.
2: I can't. ended up making out pretty well financially.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, oh yeah. Because yeah, they had to buy him out, right? Um, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, yeah, he's still like he made the money he would have made had he been in
3: the movie. Yeah, and I, I think the story goes that the the Shrek character from Batman Returns or the Shrek character, the Christopher Walken's character, Shrek, would yeah. have been Harvey Dent in in that movie and then when he gets electrocuted at the end that's what would have triggered the the two-face transformation i I think i read that somewhere
0: no no Uh, i think you're right about that interesting well batman and robin uh kind of put the series on ice for a couple of years (laughs) so we went (laughs) uh, so we went eight years without a cinematic batman which seems unheard of these days um it wasn't until batman begins in 2005 that we uh Again, we're going from the '60s to the '89 one, where they kind of course corrected in the other direction from going silly back to being like dark and brooding. Um, I remember I loved this movie at the time. Um, you talk about like I think the movie's more interesting is most interesting when it's pre-Batman, um, and it's mm-hmm. about Bruce Wayne. I think this I think this is one of the better Bruce Wayne movies if I'm being honest with you. I think once he becomes Batman, it kind of becomes your standard superhero. Uh, the bad guy's gonna spill gas across the city like not that it's bad but i think it's more interesting like i love the part where the guy who killed Bruce's parents is finally on trial and he brings a gun and is going to murder him and is stopped from doing that like that's such a great character moment and then from there he goes on his training to become Batman. I I kind of I that's one of my favorite like I said the first half of this is probably one of my favorite Batman movies. And then not that I dislike the second half but like it's not as much as it doesn't live up as much as the first half, in my opinion. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree with me on that.
3: Well, for, for me, I, I, I'm i kind of the opposite. I, I like the Batman stuff more than the Bruce Wayne training stuff. But I think I have to go back and watch it because it might have been just a product of, of the time. I just wanted a Batman movie. And, you know, he was spending so much time being mopey and sad and, and doing all the training stuff. The other thing I think is really interesting about this is, is we had a villain twist um, that I don't think we've seen since like, like until Iron Man three, it reminds me a lot of Iron Man three where like you have Ra's al Ghul is a, a famous Batman villain. It's an, an essential part of his origin story. And, uh, they kind of pull a bait and switch, um, where they, they set up this character, Ducard uh, who, who's played by, uh, Liam Nielsen. And, and he's just, you know, or he just gets switched at the end and he really was Ra's the whole time. And, I'd be interested to hear what the reaction was to that because I know when they tried to do it with Iron Man, it did not go over as well.
0: I'll be honest with you. I loved it in Iron Man. Uh, I like when you use my co- comic knowledge against me in like an interesting way. Um, I definitely get why people did not like that. Um, I remember at the time, I remember being like, oh, yeah, of course he was because it's Liam Neeson. Like, I remember not being like, oh, like Florida or anything by that. Not that I disliked it. Um, I want to, you know, I, I didn't I thought it was fine, but I, I remember not being, like, shocked. See, this one came out in 2005, so I'm in college now. Like, we're out of high school. Um, so I'm, I'm an adult. This is my first adult Batman movie. Um, so, I, I I don't know. I, I did really enjoy it, though. I think I saw it in theaters, like, twice, two or three times. Um, I, I, I
2: Can we see it together?
0: I think we saw it. <laughs> we must have seen it together. I think our whole friend group went and saw it.
2: Yeah, I yeah, I think we had to. Them. Yeah. Um, I really so hmm. I I, I don't want to say I like loved or even like liked the bait and switch in this movie. Um but I definitely I was definitely okay with it. Um Yeah, it didn't bother I, me. I, I but liked this wasn't, like this movie a lot. Yeah. There's a bait and switch coming up that
0: uh is different yeah
2: (laughs) really (laughs) but this movie i think is is um it's really cool i i liked that we got into the bruce wayne side of the origin um you know helps it make sense that this guy can do all these like things it's like oh, you're trained by these ninjas. Cool.
0: <laughs> oh, you got R and D at your high tech, you know, company you own making like yeah military stuff, and you just kind of alter it for Batman. I like that he has to order everything in bulk, so it doesn't, and then he assembles it himself, so it doesn't seem like oh, why did I order like 500 <laughs> helmets that look like a bat, you know? um yeah. I, 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 yeah, that's for me. Like he was more interesting until he became Batman because I really liked like that stuff in it, and then he becomes Batman. Not that it's bad, but it's not. To me, it's not as interesting. Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm explaining that voice. Right. Oh yeah, I mean, the voice is the worst. Yeah, I know. Yeah, about this trilogy of Batman movies, which overall yeah. I do really enjoy, but like that voice is really bad. And like, and it's a choice. Like they did that on purpose. Uh, <laughs> like they, I know they, I know they mix like bear growls and stuff into it, like in, in post and things. I'm like, oh, it's really bad. Like, scenes that otherwise would have been really good. I do good. Want to like give the, a shout-out. Yeah. Like, the swear-to-me part would have been uh, a really I, good I scene to, if it wasn't that voice.
3: Yeah. yeah. Out of it. Um, yeah. I, I want to give a shout-out to, to Michael Caine's Alfred, because up until this point, you know, Alfred really hasn't had that much to do uh, in these movies other than kind of bring Bruce dinner or patch him up a little bit. Um, and here, I feel like he's really serving that mentor role. He's kind of trying his best to talk bruce out of doing this and putting his life on this path and you kind of get that that mentorship that that surrogate father uh relationship between the two of them and i think michael kane does a great job in bringing that to to this uh trilogy
0: yeah, yeah. I, he's more or less like his crime fighting partner in these movies <laughs> like not so much you know running out and, and punching dudes but um you know he's the guy in the chair i guess he also has lucius fox too but that's more in the sequel mm-hmm. um well uh yeah like i said i like batman begins i don't have a tremendous amount to say about it um i think if we guys want we can get into the sequel which i think has a lot more interesting stuff to say let um, do it so 2008 uh the dark knight comes out the sequel to this so we finally get this version of batman we don't have to have an origin We've gone back to the Joker. I remember in the lead up to so this, I was like, Heath Ledger. I guess it was the same experience people had with Michael Keaton. Where it's like, the guy from, like, Night's Tale and stuff is going to be. <laughs> um, so, I remember seeing, like, his look. I'm like, the scars are weird, but, like, I, kind of, I was kind of digging the look of the movie going up into it and had that really interesting marketing I like that they were like having Harvey Dent be like a real character like one of the main characters mm-hmm. in the movie mm-hmm. obviously you know they're going to probably set up him turning into Two-Face but like I like because they did it in the animated series where you got to know Harvey Dent for a while before he was the villain and that makes the mm-hmm. villain transition so much more like uh, impactful and sad Um, uh, I love this movie uh, we first Kendall I think you saw it with us when we went and saw it on IMAX opening night yeah uh, blew my mind. I saw it in theater like no, like no lie, like eight times over the course. of Oh wow! Because wow. I kept finding someone who hadn't seen it, and I was just like, "Let's just go watch the movie." <laughs> um, I, I, I was so into this. The only bad, negative thing I'll say about it is seeing it like a dozen times is like it's long, and after you've seen it so many times, that you feel the length. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it's great. I think it's one of the better Batman Joker dynamics. I'm notoriously not a big fan of the Joker, but like I I love this version of the character. Um, The action scenes between them is so good that where he's riding around on his motorcycle, they flip the truck. It's like, oh man, I I like that these movies are also like the Batman Begins has some of this too, where like Batman's more of like he's trying to become more of a symbol uh, and be more of an inspiration rather than just like I'm gonna punch all the bad guys until there's no more crime. But I, I like that Joker's kind of like a natural like counterbalance to that that's come out of this, and like he's kind of the shark from Jaws. You never really know when he's gonna show up, and when he does, like something bad's happening. Um, <laughs> but like you can't. But you're like as an audience member, like you got that dread where like he can show up at any point, and then you, you're waiting, you're anticipating it. Um, I love that you know they updated the suit so he can actually turn his heads. So like you know he's he's able to be a little bit more physically like. He's got a lot more range of motion as Batman, um, but I, I just love that where it's more of an ideological battle between the two, and sort of sort of so, sort of for the soul of Harvey Dent in a little bit of a way. Um, but I love that they also like adapted a lot of uh, Long Halloween, which is my favorite Batman story, into this. Um, I don't know anyone else wants to take over about the Dark Knight. I can just go on for like twenty more minutes about it. Um, then, <laughs> I'm supposed to jump in, free. Uh, if you want to take over for a little bit, Shenandoah. I know you have some stuff to say about it.
1: Oh, God. Um, uh, well, I honestly, of the three, of course, this is my favorite. Um. I really love the Bruce Wayne aspect of this movie um, because he does, I, again, going back to what I had said, I guess, like, about Keaton's, I really love seeing him do the detective work. I love him, you know, like, you know, um, analyzing crime scenes and, you know, really picking, you know, the, the scenes apart. And, uh, like the, the scene he has with, like, um, with Alfred, when they're kind of in the, um, the bunker, because I guess, you know, he's, he doesn't really have the mansion right now. So when they're in their little, you know, makeshift cave, um, when they're analyzing the bullet, you know, like it's just little things like that that I love. Um, but overall, you know, there's, there's so many things to love about this movie. Um, from the score to every performance everybody just hits the mark like there's no doubt about the movie that you're watching like you know you there's there's no twists which which is fine I did like the twist by the way in the first one but you know you just you see these relationships unfold like you see Harvey and Bruce so clearly you see the Joker and Batman so clearly like everything is just so meticulous and well put together i just i love it like i i honestly think it's it's one of the best batman movies ever if not the best but uh, it's it's, it's definitely
0: a contender for best comic book movie of all time not just bad yeah yeah definitely you know um but yeah i don't know if you, you guys got any thoughts about the dark knight Go ahead, Harry.
3: Right. I'll, I'll set the <laughs> I'll set the stage. I remember the that summer and and when this movie came out, um, you know, people were talking about you know just how it blew everybody away and it mm-hmm. was really really great and I I was on vacation at the time in Disney World. And so I didn't get to go like opening night. So I begged my parents to use up one of our vacation days to take me to the movie theater to go watch this. And the <laughs> jarring experience of being at the happiest place on earth, then watching this movie, <laughs> and then going back. So my my parents were picking me up. And they're like, so how was it? And like, I just I had like a blank expression on my face. And I was just like, I, I've just got to like, I've got to digest this for you know at least three more days, uh, you know. Le- le- let Mickey talk me out off this ledge or something. Uh, so, so that's what I was going through. Uh, but
0: uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we saw it at midnight in the IMAX in the Tropicana. So we didn't get out of there till like three in the morning. Oof. I think I saw the sun come up because I was so
3: excited. And just,
4: I, 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 I love it. So
3: much. Um, uh, yeah, I, and and it's just everything from this was what made me so excited at the end of Batman Begins, you know, now with the origin out of the way, we can just hit the ground running from the beginning and, and this movie does that A- and you don't need to know anything else. You know, it, it starts off with actually wraps up some of the scarecrow stuff from mm-hmm. Batman Begins, which is really cool. Um, and you get some of the like copycat imitator stuff, which we haven't really seen before. And it makes sense for this universe because, you know, they were trying to to ground everything and and it would, people would try to put on hockey pads and go beat Batman. And, you know, so I'm glad they addressed that. And, um, you know, just, Everything from uh, like Shenandoah said, the the score uh, when you first see the Joker and that weird, like off-putting music, like that S. twinge uh, happens every time he comes on the screen. It it really sets your whole body on edge. Yeah, it's like the jaw, jo- it's you like the jaw
0: you know? The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. Um this like I, I just can't say enough, just being able to see Batman sort of like at his height and um just going and 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 taking down these guys and and you know putting the detective work together and and um getting to see the the origin of two-face i I was very surprised that they saw that story all the way through i don't think that was the original plan but um it was something i wasn't expecting while i was watching it i remember thinking like oh okay we are getting the origin of two-face but he'll probably be the next movie and like they ended up wrapping that whole story up right there in the movie um, I wish maybe they spread that out a little bit more, but I think they had other plans that got dashed with uh, Heath Ledger's passing and and probably there was a lot of behind the stuff, uh, scenes stuff going on, um, but it, it's just, there, there's a scene where um, I think the Joker is hitting like, he's putting a hit on the judge, the mayor, like, they are three different people all at once. And it reminds me of The Godfather, uh, where there's like the baptism scene in The Godfather, where, where it's a very similar sequence where, um, you know, that that's happening. And it's just that 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 moment there elevated it from, okay, these are more than just like comic book movies. Now, this is this is like art, this is this is fantastic. Uh, these are just great movies. Um, So I, I just, yeah dark knight i can't speak highly enough about it and, and my only criticism is i, I wish we had more two-faced that's, that's it but that's <laughs> me being a two-faced guy so
0: yeah that's, that's his story feels a little rushed at the end um that, yeah. that, that is that is a, a criticism i can levy at the movie it does not it does not hinder my experience uh watching it um in my opinion I, the batman voice is still the worst part of it, it it's always the worst part of these movies like the yeah. part where he's at the end, where so he's like man. calling the Joker, like oh, the city just showed you, uh, I still believe you're or whatever that line is, it's so and bad.
3: Which That's otherwise, a, I, I really the like that the movie.
0: movie. Yeah, it's it's the heart of the movie, and it's like, but like talk about the artistry of that scene because like Joker's hanging upside down, but like. You're seeing him, like, the camera's right set-ups, but, like, he's upside down, so his hair's hanging up. Like, the mm-hmm. camera keeps moving around between the two of them. It's, like, really cool. Like, oh, God. It's it's, such just,
3: a- it's just such a shame that that's the end of that character. Too. Oh, yeah. I, I think, yeah. you know, I wish I could have seen the movie that was planned um, after this, you know, if it weren't for Heath Ledger's passing.
0: Yeah, that, that was... It- that was the thing that went into the movie because he he died before the movie was released Mm -hmm. so of one of the things everyone's talking about like how good his experience is and like oh no no because he got a posthumous uh, oscar for it right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh which is crazy because comic book movies don't ever do anything other than like special effects and maybe score at award ceremonies not that i put a lot of stake in the oscars and and that stuff but um you know it's 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 (laughs) it you know, as, as, was 2008 yeah.
3: for movies for for comic book movies that's where iron man and dark yeah. knight you got them both in the same year and, and that's just incredible
0: yeah and like harry i know you're an iron man guy i do think the dark knight's a much better movie than iron man but <sighs> iron man iron man kicking off the mcu is is more of its i think more of its legacy than it i like iron man don't get me wrong but i think that's a bigger legacy for it than it being a good a good, uh, good movie. Granted, I think that kicked off the summer movie season, and then uh, Dark Knight, I think, closed it out. Or was yeah, Iron Man was May? Uh, yeah. Dark
3: Knight was like July. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it, I'm not saying it wasn't a bad, two like uh summer with those two movies, but I, I remember uh, Dark Knight made me kind of forget about Iron Man for a little bit. I was so, <laughs> to and to be fair, I'm a bigger Batman fan than I ever was for Iron Man. Um, so maybe that just hits me differently. I do really like <laughs> Iron Man. I loved it at the time too. I have not watched it in a while. Um,
3: all right, when you, you do your MCU podcast, I, I, I was just re- about to
0: say we should do an MCU <laughs> like rewatch podcast where I probably will skim. Phase one.
2: Yeah,
0: we'll talk about. I don't want to rewatch all of them. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, well, there's a lot to talk about, at least in Phase One, because I, I think that's the phase where it has the most. Mixed bag group of movies. We'll talk about we'll
3: we'll We'll, get on
0: the MCU. (laughs) We'll we'll do an MCU podcast like a month or so. Kendall,
3: I cut you off before you could talk about Dark Knight. Uh, So do you want to jump in?
0: Um.
2: So it's probably the smartest Batman movie. It's probably like the. It doesn't sit as my favorite, but I think it is the best Batman movie for sure the movie is so like smart in in every every way joker is like always threatening um while still being like funny like like the second time he does the like do you know how i got these scars things like it's like oh huh he he's saying a different story
4: like
2: <laughs> is that scene where he
0: like you the know shoved scene. the guy's the magic
2: like, trick with the, the
4: pencil yeah.
0: yeah the magic trick. oh man that, that one freaked me out when it happened yeah it was just like whoa whoa yeah like yeah. yeah it was also like the first time you're really meeting the Joker I know he was in the heist before but like you you just find out at the very end that one of the guys actually was the Joker not just his henchman um, and that's the first time like he kind of really introduces himself, not just to the the mob bosses and that, but like to the audience as well. And that's and how that's it starts really off. Smart.
3: Yeah. That's really smart writing because from then on, you, you don't know whether you can't trust this guy. You don't know what he's going to do. And it right. kind of like sets him apart from every other version of the Joker that you know yeah. uh, because of the violence. Yeah.
2: Like, honestly, like he's like – it's him and the Hamill Joker are like, yeah, like vying for that top spot because they're just both so threatening, but also like still embellishing the spirit of the Joker in that way like,
0: yeah, you know, he's this goofball, like, yeah, the, but you could still call them the Crown Prince, Clown Prince of Crime. Yeah, so like I wouldn't, to, call, yeah. like I wouldn't call um, Jack Nicholson that. He's more of just like mobster with that looks like a clown.
3: You know what I mean? That's yeah. how I feel
0: about him in that movie.
3: Yeah, um, oh, yeah, exactly. It reminds me of the what DC just tried to do with the three jokers concept, mm-hmm. where you know they had the, the, the clown, the criminal, and what was it like, the, the jester or something, the something. psychopath
0: or whatever. Just, you know, yeah, it but it was like three yeah. different
3: distinct jokers, and you could probably put the three that we've talked about, you know, in those different categories. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: but um, yeah, he calls himself like an agent of chaos and like. When he said that, that like I was like, oh, that is what the Joker is.
4: Yes. Yeah.
0: I again I'm a I'm notoriously not a Joker person, but like this portrayal of this character is probably my favorite Batman villain.
3: Hmm. Do you know what I mean? It was so cool because they set this up at the end of Batman Begins too. So they wrote themselves into this corner where like, mm -hmm. you know, the fans were probably looking forward to it um, with the playing card at the end of Batman Begins. And, you know, they, they had to deliver on that promise. You know what?
0: I disagree because I remember people were saying like, Oh, they have to do the Joker next. I was like, at the time with Batman Begins, I was like, you know what? I think that's just a fun nod. They can do whatever they want. I was like, for all I know, they'll make you know Johnny Depp the Riddler or something in the next movie.
3: Like they, I don't know. I, I feel like people would have thrown yeah. a fit if they I, I went they and the
0: Joker Like yeah, Joker, after I'm, that I'm, tease. I'm glad we got the movie we did. It's my favorite <laughs> serious Batman movie, but um I, I I remember at the time I was like they don't that's not a guarantee we don't have to get that movie. Hmm. It doesn't have to be that. Um but all right, before we talk about The Dark Knight for another hour, let's move on to its sequel, <laughs> The Dark Knight Rises. It happened four years later in 2012. Oh. I guess a, I guess, a little bit of a disappointing follow-up. I don't dislike this movie, but I definitely get why people don't like it, if that makes any sense.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't think there was any way that they could have like filled the Joker's shoes uh, in this, I think bane was at least mildly interesting the changes they made to him Mm. um i don't think the twist in this one worked um Mm. i do like how they by the end of the because this is like years later you know bruce wayne's like body is all broken and battered from being batman for so long i like that the city's like outlawed him as as a result of him taking the fall for uh harvey dent's actions as two-face Again, because the, they go back to the symbology things, like they needed to have him be the symbol of like the good man. like mm-hmm. whereas Batman is like a horrible vigilante, like nobody should try to be him, which people were trying to be him and getting killed in the beginning of the movie. Um, I, I don't know. I think we so rarely get a trilogy that's satisfying. I felt sat, as this was a satisfying conclusion to this interpretation of Batman. Yes, this movie's got a lot of problems. It's nowhere near as good as the other two and for the most part. Um, but that's my opinion in a nutshell on Dark Knight Rises. Uh, I don't know if you guys feel differently. I know some people that absolutely hate this movie. Um, I don't hate it. I just don't like it as much as the other two.
3: Yeah, I, I think that's a fair assessment. I mean, it's uh, one of the things that I, I will speak highly about this movie is it the studio allowed Batman to sort of have his moment to, to ride off into the sunset and retire. And um, I think that was kind of brave for them to, to put a cap on on this trilogy and basically say, you know, he's he's done and this is it. And, you know, he gets old and he's hurting and he his leg hurts after he has battles now because he's older. We, we never really saw much of that. You know, we always saw Batman as sort of this indestructible, being, and, and to see the human toll that this has taken on this character um, was kind of interesting to me. It, it, it kind of, when you try to piece together the the timeline of <laughs> this version of Batman, you're like, wow, he really didn't have that much of a crime-fighting career, um, but I, I think that element of the story and, and kind of seeing the natural conclusion of this trilogy um, and what it would do to Bruce Wayne slash Batman... I think is for me the highlight of of the whole thing um the other thing i i tip my hat to is sort of the scale of this movie is is much bigger um you get to see more areas of gotham uh you get to see the 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 tunnels the stadium the bridges and all all that and it it just makes it feel more like a a living breathing city than just like a set piece um so i i kind of like that part of it too but um I, I don't know the whole thing at the end with Talia, uh, it just kind of that that throws me out of the movie yeah. every time it happens. I'm like, please, like you're doing fine with Bane, like that. Just just stick with that, and uh, I I just that last like maybe 20 minutes of the movie just feels so tacked on and and forced and and unnecessary uh, that it kind of throws off the. It, the it, I sh- I should like parts.
0: I should like that scene more because it's an it's the second time Batman's trying to get rid of a bomb and he just can't. <laughs> um, so I should like it more than I do but uh yeah I I do think it was very bold that they let this this version of Batman have a conclusion cuz this is when the MCU was like was this year the year Avengers came out or was it coming out it might have come out the the next year No no 2012 oh, is when <laughs> Yeah I thought it was 2012 yeah so like this is when the MCU is like paying dividends like obviously this movie was in production uh be- before that was released but um you know like to be fair they did set it up with like you know the jordan gordon joseph levitt character mm-hmm. whatever his name
3: is uh <laughs> robin john john blake yeah in the, um, in the beginning
0: yeah and it's revealed his name's robin oh no like but it's set up like batman left him the keys to, like the batman stuff so it's implied that there will always like it's just going to be a legacy thing because it doesn't mm-hmm. matter you know the man it matters the the character that's the what what batman represents uh, you know which is again is a, a a tying narrative throughout the whole trilogy um mm-hmm. so you know this is this is the movie that should have been called batman forever then um <laughs> uh, but yeah I, there's a lot of plot holes and stuff but like eh, it doesn't bother me as much it's it works a little bit on comp more comic book logic than the other two especially since these ones are supposed to be like more realistic uh, mm-hmm. and, like, and grounded in reality which is which makes them interesting for, and stand out in their own in their own way but um yeah i don't, I don't like i said i like it like i said I, to me it's a satisfying conclusion it's not the best movie it's not the worst uh we've already had like much worse batman movies and we're about to get even worse batman movies oh no <laughs> um not to forget, i don't want to tip our hand my hand too much with the movies i like versus the ones i don't um but yeah so unless you guys got any other thoughts on dark knight rises uh we'll move on to the next one um, so yeah, the next uh, movie I was going to bring up, uh, is wildly different from all of them. Uh, the Lego movie <laughs> in 2014, um, unexpectedly, like Batman's one of the main characters in it. Um, he's played by Will Arnett. Uh, so obviously it's CG animated. So everything looks like it's made out of Lego. It's funny years ago, I was watching Arrested Development with my dad and Will Arnett's in it. And my dad would always say whenever he's talking, he's like, this guy sounds like Batman, uh, and then of course he becomes Batman eventually. Um, I, I like that this Batman's kind of an arrogant jerk and like believes his own hype. He almost seems like a Batman fanboy in real life, but as Batman. <laughs> and I think that's an interesting take for the character. Um, I To be what fair to this fair to this discussion, I was not wild about this movie until this movie's twist, where it's revealed that the movie actually is a kid playing with Legos. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that makes so it makes you rewatch the rest of the movie in like a new, a new light, like go back mm. and look at it. And like, okay, so like, I, I don't know, it made it much more creative and, and fun to me, which is appropriate for a Lego movie. Um, I, I don't know, I, it's a really good movie. Uh, not my favorite use of the character, um, but I don't know if you guys have a lot you want to say about the Lego movie. Well, I'll have more to say about this version of the character later.
2: I think it's uh the best non Batman movie with Batman in it.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. Not that I would good. agree. I wouldn't. It's hard not hard to argue about that.
2: <laughs> uh, I like it a lot. I think it's a it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's a I great. Think the song's a little annoying, but like you said, in context,
0: yeah, it, it all works yeah because a lot of it was a lot to me it moved like it moved the pacing in it is really fast and like it feels it's on a sugar rush but once you realize it's a kid playing with toys i'm like oh because that's how i i kind of had similar experiences playing with lego as a kid like i don't know it's, it's a great family movie because kids will enjoy it on the level but like it made me weirdly nostalgic like when they bring in like the old spaceman and his mm-hmm. uh His helmet's cracked in the one part where it always breaks. Like, that's when my space fans were (laughs) broken. I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. I really like that. I appreciate the lengths they go to in the movie to make every frame, like, built out of Legos, even though they did it in a computer. And, like, that's something they continue into the sequels for this movie.
3: Yeah, and I think there's a great Bruce Wayne joke in this one too, where he's like, you know, Batman and, or, or I, I've never heard of him. He sounds really cool though. Yeah, <laughs> he's like trying to throw him off. And yeah. It's like, oh, that's great. Like, you know, I know there's yeah, a part where
0: they're, they're doing like a, a, a heist plan, and he's just like, oh, I get this guy Bruce Wayne to show up and do this. thing. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's oh. it. Yeah, and then and then in the thing is like, yeah, well, yeah, I think he then like hypes up Batman as Bruce Wayne, and like the montage. He shows
1: up at the board meeting, and he's yeah. Bruce
0: Wayne. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. great it's yeah, been a it's while business. since i've seen it yeah <laughs> yeah I, lego movies are great uh I, I hope that one's on hbo max too but um yeah i think I, it is yeah it's a this is one of the better batman movies to watch as a family um you know if you especially if you've got like little kids um i think it's a lot of fun it kind of i guess it does its job because it makes you want to go out and buy legos then <laughs> um, which i think since this movie is essentially a glorified commercial the fact that it's even half decent and I let them like it's a legitimately great movie um is well, it, it's, it's funny because that.
3: like the the message of the movie not to like take it too far out is like <laughs> that that you should be creative and build like whatever you want and like don't follow the instructions to a T but like mm-hmm. every Lego set is like here is this ship from Star Wars that you must build you know in this way so I, I like that they kind of like went back to when you were a kid and encouraging that imagination yeah. and
0: yeah definitely so.
3: oh yeah
0: Legos like, lots of fun
3: um but
0: the movie that came out after this uh, <laughs> is the antithesis, but um, all right. So it's Batman's introduction to the DC extended universe or whatever it's called um, with Batman V Superman, dawn of justice in 2016. Finally, Batman and Superman are in a movie together and it's boring and bad. <laughs> and It's the worst version of both characters. I don't want to, you know, I guess I don't want to editorialize too much, but it sucks. Um, Kendall, you were just re-watching it as in like right as we, we started recording this. It wasn't oh, no. a re-watch. Yeah. That
2: was me watching it for
0: the first time. Oh, oh, <laughs> <it was laughs> first time. oh no.
3: Fresh well, reactions.
0: Yeah. So what's your fresh reaction on that?
2: All right. Hot take. I think the opening scene of the movie is great. It's the best part.
0: The part where um, it's the end of Man of Steel?
2: Yes. Um, mm. and it's just like puts you in a place because that movie was just like like when it ended i was like i was not excited for man of steel the whole like build up to it Mm -hmm. i was like i don't want like the christopher nolan take of every single dc superhero um And especially DC, like I want those characters to be fun.
0: Yeah, that's what makes Um, DC great, in my opinion. Is it?
2: Yeah.
3: And and that's the problem Mm with the Nolan movies. They kicked off this dark and gritty reboot thing. Yes. You know, from the early two thousands on, we've still been kind of stuck in that.
0: It it can it can work with Batman, but like, it can't work with Superman. His concept—he's a dude that flies. He comes from space. Like he's an inherently goofy thing, and like other than Batman, and I would say Batman's also goofy too like the concept of him, but like you can do him serious because he is a normal person, Uh, even though he's he's super wealthy, but like, you know, like The Flash, are we gonna have him brood and be like, I can't outrun my problems. Like, it doesn't work with with DC characters. And I think uh, uh, Zack Snyder is also, in my opinion, a terrible filmmaker, Uh, a a terrible storyteller. Like, he, he fundamentally, in my opinion, is fundamentally does not understand these characters and was the wrong person to put in charge of like scraping their cinematic universe. So I'm super not excited for the Snyder cut coming out. Um, Well,
3: And I was going to say, there is a very vocal part of the DC fan base that, that does want that vision of the characters for, for all of them. And so you kind of have this weird split where you have people that, you know, maybe they grew up on the animated series, which was dark, but it still had light moments. Maybe they grew up on, batman 66 and and they want something more in that that regard but like the people who grew up in this mid-2000s and and on the nolan trilogy and now this, the snyder stuff like they are hardcore champions for the snyder cut and like this version of batman
0: I, I hate this all right so we'll talk about this interpretation of batman oh kendall were you still giving fresh opinions though i, I do want to hear uh, was,
2: well, but it's okay <laughs>
0: yeah sorry I, um, I have a lot of opinions on this series oh
2: i have so <laughs> many i think uh so one thing that i remember being like real controversial um was this movie's take on lex luther yeah which i think could be i don't know it's not it's not the worst idea and be like this like you know like he's played by the actor who played mark zuckerberg <laughs> yeah.
0: um, like that's an, I, as a concept like having him be like a modern ceo like zuckerberg or bezos type I, yeah but I mean, like, he's like acting like he's like on speed all on yeah like he everything, he, everything he says doesn't make any sense like what's his motivation something about god something nebulous like nonsense yeah, got and like it's like oh, whatever. He's it like, just, oh my, he's like, oh my dad beat me, so I want to kill Superman because yeah. he's like the ultimate dad or something. <laughs> I, I I don't understand. I love Lex Luthor and the idea of Lex Luthor being the bad guy in a Batman v Superman is great. Like movie is so great because he works as both a foil to both of them. With Batman, he's mm-hmm. a rich, he's yeah. a rich, super intelligent, like billionaire inventor type. But he doesn't have Batman's moral compass. But and then for Superman, he's like the ultimate self-made millionaire, like the ultimate thing of what man can do, versus like brains versus brawn kind of thing, and like Superman's natural gifts. Mm -hmm. Like Lex Luthor had to earn what he has, and I think together, like they they could. I I think it could have been so great, and it's just bad. Like again, I don't. I need to know my at least a little bit of what my villain's motivation is, Mm -hmm. to like care. About him,
3: And it's a smart concept too to have him sort of be the one to set Bruce on the path to want to uh, do something about the Superman problem because, you know, we do see in other DC uh, media, you know, Batman has contingency plans uh, for how to defeat all the other superheroes and like that gets him into trouble with them and uh, so this isn't like out there story wise, it's just the execution is, it leaves a lot to be desired.
0: Yeah, and the movies, it's its bloated, it's overlong, it's got weight, like, what's the point of Doomsday? Like, what was Luke Luthor's plan? It's like, I don't think Batman can legitimately kill him, but if he does, I have this unstoppable monster that nobody can, like, that is unconventional. Yeah. yeah, But fortunately, it only went into the places that are, that, that doesn't have a population right now, so nobody died, because unlike, <laughs> unlike unlike the end of man versus steel which was like nine nine elevens at once that superman was actively participating in like oh god i just it's uh, i really don't like it which thinks is like all right i think in another world an older bruce wayne that's like more like tired and like beat down like played by ben affleck would work i don't think that it's inherently what they were trying to do with Batman and this is inherently bad. I don't want to see him gun down like a million henchmen and like flip cars into mm. each other for a scene that's ultimately pointless that he then, he then goes and steals the kryptonite off screen anyway. Um, I, I don't know. Like the whole movie is just like dark and miserable. And then it's like unintentionally like schlocky and stupid when they actually fight each other like Batman swinging superman around into like sinks and stuff i think he beats him with a toilet at one point yeah Yeah, he does does. yeah i i don't know yeah i oh go ahead
1: oh i i was gonna say like i really i think one of the biggest things that i enjoy is his fighting style um it's very reminiscent of the Arkham games which I know we're not talking about the video games but um seeing that style and seeing him move so quickly and like in a way that I've always kind of hoped to see um on the big screen that I think for me was the most enjoyable like he's like coming down from the ceiling and he's moving quickly and ridiculously and you're like oh, oh my god, god.
0: Yeah, that, busting that... through walls and stuff. yeah it's yeah like, he's like yeah. busting
1: through the wall it's like oh man I think that to me was probably my favorite thing about Uh, his batman um i yeah just seeing that that fighting style kind of out there was pretty
0: cool but other than that you know (laughs) that's that's why i think like in another world like where he was i think it could work better for me like batman's the best part of the movie Mm -hmm. i don't think that's controversial i think most people think that Mm -hmm. i i just don't like him uh actively just murdering people left right and center so Especially yeah. since Superman already is doing that, because um, you want them to like contrast with each other. Which, like, I think if we had it, not necessarily like Christopher Reeve's Superman, but a Superman that is more slightly more comic accurate, where like he's hopeful and not just like miserable and depressed. Yeah. And, like he like feels I'm like he begrudgingly because... is saving people. Like he doesn't want to be doing that. He's just like going through the motions in that one montage. Like I don't get why they build statues to him in this world. Like he destroyed their city ah. in the first movie when they first meet him. I-, I don't know.
1: And Henry Cowell isn't a bad choice. No, it's he's not just a bad movie. It's just
0: a bad t- it's a bad take of him on the character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh. But anyway, I, I don't want to dominate the conversation anymore than I already am. So if you guys got stuff you want to say about BVS- me- Well,
3: I mean, I think it you do have to point out that, like, what else was going on in the comic movie universe at this time. Like, DC saw Marvel. This is 2016, so Avengers Age of Ultron had just come out. So, like, we're, we're into, like, phase two, starting phase three. And you can tell that DC felt like they were falling behind. And, oh, my God, like- we got to get our universe going. Like, let's do it right now. So in this movie, they started just throwing things in. Not only is this the introduction of this version of Batman, but this is also the introduction of Wonder Woman who comes in like at the very end. And it's like, what is she doing here? What's she even doing? Like they're just trying to throw everything together so that they can get their version of the Avengers on the screen as fast as possible. And you can feel that. Like as you're watching the movie, you can tell that this is all very rushed. And it makes, it makes a worse movie because of it. Yeah.
2: Uh, it does that thing that I hate when uh, two heroes are fighting and like all Superman needs to do is just be like here's what's up. And it's like, he's like, hey, wait a minute. And then he gets like hit and he's like, there's no time. Just like fucking tell me. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's fine what's going on
1: no communication at all
0: yeah if he's just like hey lex luther kidnapped my my mom and is making us fight each other he's been manipulating you this whole time yeah also like, like there's no time yeah also <laughs> like why did he fall for batman's super obvious traps right in the beginning who knows uh, i, I like points i liked batman's like anti-superman suit i thought that looked cool
3: Little, uh, what was it? The, the Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight style. Returns, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, oh. I don't like the Dark Knight Returns, but uh, I thought the suit looked cool.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. I also,
2: uh, and like I'm sure, uh, you know, the wrong person listens to this, but they're going to leave NASA.
3: That very talk. vocal, I, I told you, that very vocal group.
2: Um, I <laughs> do, Dr. Leclerc- the the Snyder movie. stands. Yeah. I have a, a big problem with uh, this this movie's portrayal of black people, um, you know, like and and you know people are going to be like, oh well, like the secretary of defense is a black guy, and uh, you know the editor in chief of the Daily Planet's a black guy, but like, literally everyone else is portrayed as. An animal and not like a person. It's like the movie opens in Africa and you're hanging with these like ruthless, uh, you know, warlord and his like militia, and it's just like, you know, like what, what the heck? And then like the, you know, the normal people in the city are like, oh hey, you know, we're just white people. And then like the next time you see like black people, it's in a jail cell and they're just shanking people for being branded by i don't even understand what that was all about
0: no i don't get it either
2: they're just like oh he's branded with the bat symbol we're just gonna kill him (laughs) i yeah awful movie just like
0: see i just i haven't seen it since theaters so when you told me like in in text beforehand i was like i think this movie is extremely racist i was like i don't even remember any black people in it yeah other than ironically perry white yeah right (laughs) yeah um well that brings us to the the next not counting suicide squad because batman's more of a glorified cameo in that but the next one of these uh we got that has batman as a main character is justice league in 2017 uh arguably an even worse movie um i think at least batman v superman's like trying to say something justice league is the most boring thing i've ever watched but at least you got cyborg kendall you know i did not see this movie
3: <laughs> yet, <so. laughs> um, i i do think it was an interesting choice to have uh batman be sort of the nick fury assembling the team um and I mean that that's that's a large part of the movie is just getting everyone together because again DC didn't take the time to set these characters up in their own movies so they're doing it all in this one um to, on that point though
0: I think DC could have gotten away with starting a justice League movie because you don't need to set up Batman you don't need to set up Superman like right. there's yep. such mm-hmm. other than the, the, the in opposition to the Avengers where like people people might know who the Hulk is but like don't know who, Captain America like you know might need a Captain America or Iron Man refresher like I think they were in a unique position where they could have just started with the Justice League maybe have like Flash be your point of origin character your point of entry character or something where like the movies kind of got like I run really fast and I got a you know I got a letter like oh I'm going to join the Justice League or something like I I think you could have got away with that without doing this weird half and half way that they did
3: um, and, and just to me it was weird because my version the batman that i'm most familiar with is the dc animated universe version and if i remember correctly he was like the most anti-justice league member i mean he, he didn't believe in the organization at all didn't really want to be a part of it i mean so. he funded and built all of their stuff yeah i think he came around eventually but yeah like, it took it was, some time he <laughs> was not very happy about them at first well it's, it's, um, it's
0: funny about that because in the follow-up series to that the batman he is the one that sets up the justice league and he's the one that recruits superman eventually which uh, that's an underrated show we'll talk about that sometime i I like about that i also yeah yeah it's fun i
2: know that like what the heck happened in batman versus superman or batman v super whatever the hell it's called (laughs) Um, like the flash appeared and was like you gotta form the justice league man
0: and then like disappeared and there's It's, yeah Lois is the key to all of this and there's
1: like no continuity because the movies are so totally different because you know uh they had to stop or Snyder had to stop filming because unfortunately he had some uh family things he had to tend to and then Joss Whedon stepped in and so it's just a complete like just watching the movie feels like you're watching you're kind of having whiplash because oh, it's awful. It's it, yeah you're so one minute you're in snyder's world and the next minute you can tell you're watching a joss whedon movie
0: well and you're just kind of like this is not well besides besides the fact that there's jokes in color um right? you, can, <laughs> yeah. you can tell the joss whedon scenes a because of the terrible cgi in superman's upper lip, oh yes and b it's just characters standing around in front of green screens talking at each other and like not being in the same frame as each other because they had to shoot them on different days on different schedules for the reshoots, it's so obvious and so bad. Mm-hmm. I just, I absolutely, it's, it's to me, it's so much worse to watch this than it is watch Batman be Superman, because at least like I can be be like, why are they making these horrible decisions? It's like, oh god, this is a boring version of these characters I already don't like. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's, uh, it's so frustrating to watch. And I was like. Act-
1: yeah. I was re-watching it the other day, and it you can actually see like they're not even looking at each other. There's like one scene where they're all surrounding like a crate and they're all like looking in opposite directions, like they're just not their eyelines do not meet. Yeah. And I'm like, Because they're not is in the
0: same room. Bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> and then they smash cut to digging up Superman's corpse uh to reanimate him. I'm like, that's weird. You didn't need to show that.
3: That's <laughs> yeah, if you were a Superman fan. You would probably be very disappointed by this movie because Absolutely. he's like not in three quarters of it, and it's almost like it feels like having a a group movie and not having Superman. It's just missing the heart and soul of of the whole team.
0: And and the way they handled the Justice League in this, it's like they can't do anything without Superman. They can't beat anyone without him. And then when Superman comes back. He just punches the bad guy into space, like literally saves like hundreds more people than Flash at the same time. It's just like, what's the point of uh, any of these characters now? Like, I guess Aquaman can breathe underwater. So he can do that stuff. Like, he's faster than the Flash. Like, Batman doesn't do anything. Batman doesn't do anything at the end of the last movie. When Doomsday shows up, he just runs away. Like, that's all he does. The stick? Yeah, he gets his he gets his kryptonite caveman spear. Which why wouldn't you just make brass knuckles just to punch Superman to death? Why do you got to make like a stupid spear? Like oh,
1: he I, did, he doesn't even get it. Lois
0: Lane is the one who gets it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lois gets it. Lois
1: well, like, is more helpful, but yeah. we knew
0: that. Mm-hmm. Listen, she's the one that had to explain the significance of Martha. Which, to be fair, I don't know if this made it an interesting twist or not. But at that moment is when I realized both of their mothers are named Martha. Like for years, I was like, oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> And then I was like, wow, that's really stupid. You should be like, that's a weird him. coincidence. And then just stab him in the face. The whole movie, like, <laughs> my number one goal is to kill Superman. Because he's like, if there's a 1% chance he could be a problem, we have to take that 100% certainty he's going to go crazy. I'm like, that's, like, I mean, granted, Batman should be unhinged, I guess, because we discussed earlier. But, like, I I don't know. It's just dumb.
3: <laughs> a lot of decisions are made. It's- a lot sure of decisions. Sure were. <laughs> And, you know, and, and it like we talked about, it cultivated their uh, a fan base that now they, they pushed and pushed. And now there's this new version coming out that's, uh, you know, reshoots. And they just released a new image of what Jared Leto is going to look like as the Joker. And it's just like, I, I don't know how different this movie is going to be and how it's going to fix all the problems from the original. But there is a group of people that swear that this is going to be the next biggest thing ever and, uh, you know, Godspeed, because oh, <laughs> they've got a lot of work to do.
0: You know what? Maybe, maybe we'll do a podcast after that comes out. Uh, I'll very begrudgingly watch it. I do not want to watch it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe it'd be worth getting a couple people together and getting our you know getting our review and thoughts down for an episode. But, like, I'm not looking forward to it. Like, because you mentioned Jared Leto, because this came on the heels of Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Between Lex Luthor and, and this version of this character, it's like DC's two most iconic villains. I'm like, I don't want to see these characters again. Like, why am I going back to this world?
3: Um, yeah. I don't know.
0: Probably won't. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. But Scott, if you do record another one, I, I'd say, see if you can find somebody that is like a big fan of this era. Oh, I, I, and I
0: know a couple of people. Um, maybe so we, they'll
3: have we, more points to make about, you know, where, where the appeal is. You know
0: what, man? Maybe I'll love the Snyder Cut. Everything tells yeah. me that I won't, but you know, I've, crazier things have happened. <laughs> Uh, maybe it'll be like, oh, this is finally it all makes sense to me. Yeah. But watching other Zack Snyder movies like Sucker Punch and stuff, like, man, this guy sucks. Oh,
1: I I like Sucker
0: Punch. I hate Sucker Punch. <laughs> I
2: was pretty stoked
0: for Sucker Punch. It, yeah. did not it. it yeah. fell a little flat, but yeah, uh, but, uh, <laughs> a lot of style. The, 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 yeah. la- the last movie we were going to talk about on this because it's the most recent one that that has been released. Um, obviously the snyder cut has not come out yet the batman hasn't come out yet um we'll definitely come back and talk about that movie whenever it gets released i think 2021 later this year or is it next year 2021. It's, it's next year they pushed it yeah all right so it's yeah. going to be a while before we see that um but the last one you know i have on the list to talk about is a lego batman movie uh in 2017. um so it's just starring the will arnett lego character uh in his a feature-length film all on his own um I love this movie. Um, I already took a version of the character I really like. It reinvented the Batman world in this new Lego style. Um, I love the relationship they gave him with the Joker in it, where he, the Joker's kind of like his jilted lover. Um, I think that's really fun. Um, I love that they did the thing with Robin. This has got the best joke in any of these movies when Robin's first meeting was like, oh, know, my name is Richard, but my friends call me Dick. And Bruce Wayne's just like, kids can be so cruel. Because <laughs> it happens really fast because he's like, not even paying that much attention to him at the time. <laughs> but like, to me, that's really funny. Because um, it's a joke you're not going to get as a kid, but like, as an adult, I really appreciated it. <laughs> um, again, it brings all that creativity from the Lego movies into it because, you know, everything's Batman kind of like rebuilds his like vehicles and stuff on the fly. Um, i I like that it it also is one of the few movies that really goes into like how kind of sad and lonely Batman is.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, i I know uh, you have some thoughts on this movie, Harry.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, I just love that they were given sort of the freedom to cover things that you can identify if you're reading the comic books, you can be like, Oh, I remember this storyline, you know, and and that love hate relationship between the Joker and the Batman does one need the other to survive and, and stay around. Um, that's been an ongoing thing through throughout. Um, but they were given the freedom to not only do that, but make it funny and appeal to, to kids appeal to adults. I just, this, sort of writing I think is, is like sort of a, uh, a the, the sweet spot for Batman stories and I don't know if they'd get away with this kind of tone in a live action environment but um, I would at least want to bring those writers on to maybe do some like script corrections or something because the just the way that they're able to straddle the line I think was was like a perfect a perfect way to go about this movie
0: yeah I i Love so much about it. I I like like how they kind of handled the rest of these universe. Like the Justice League's having a party and they didn't invite Batman because nobody (laughs) nobody really likes him. Like Batman keeps talking about like Superman's his greatest enemy. I think to make fun of like Batman v Superman.
3: Mm -hmm. Superman doesn't really think
0: about him at all. Um,
3: (laughs) I mean, they brought in other villains. They brought in like Voldemort and stuff. You know. Well, all right. So the
0: end of the movie, I was not expecting. (laughs) So Joker goes to the Phantom Zone and like because it's a Lego movie, they have the license to like a million franchises so like voldemort and king kong and like the dinosaurs from jurassic park like they all team up to fight batman and and destroy gotham at the end and like i remember watching i was like oh my god this is amazing right i had like reference (laughs) overload but like but but what makes it good is like batman batgirl robin and alfred because he gets in like the 60s batman costume but it still has like a mustache printed on it um (laughs) they all kind of like team up to like save the day and like it's about Batman learning to like kind of like opens himself back up and kind of have like he's a, he's allowed to have a family again mm-hmm. um and I love that like he sort of adopts Robin and like he brings him to Wayne Manor but like he doesn't know he's Bruce Wayne He's like oh my God wait Batman lives with at Wayne Manor that must mean he's Bruce Wayne's roommate <laughs> like it's, a, it's a funny. Name. <laughs>
3: it's great but there's it, so many it,
0: like fun easter eggs in it too like when yes. they're there like you see all of the old costumes but like mm-hmm. the old nightwing costumes and stuff too like it's fun mm-hmm. um I, I don't know i ended up liking it more than i thought i might not that i didn't think i was gonna dislike it because i did like the lego movie but it had more heart than i think i was uh anticipating
3: mm-hmm.
0: absolutely and yeah. i was a little
3: on the fence about uh, the voice actor for the joker because it wasn't mark hamill <laughs> um
0: Zach Alfinakis. Zach Zach Alfinakis, Alfinakis, yeah. yeah so i was like
3: really the guy from the hangover um <laughs> oh, I it love Zach Galifianakis. It worked. yeah
0: he's great because he does a lot of really weird offbeat stuff um if you guys never watched um board to death uh you should really check it out if you have hbo max it was an hbo show um that's a really great like the premise of that show is uh, a character's a mystery writer um so he kind of tries to become a mystery like like a private eye in real life um and his best friend zach Alfianakis, and they get into some shenanigans um <laughs> but i'd recommend that show and that's a little bit it's great it's yeah if you haven't seen it it's great um but uh yeah so i don't know i again they play with the lego stuff uh because like the city breaks smart. this is the one where we get to have uh billy d williams play two-face i was gonna yes, say yeah yes
3: <laughs> see that's the thing i love they pull like if you know these like little behind the scenes tidbits like they just pull from all these different pockets from the Batman universe and so if you're a fan of any of these movies we've talked about and you haven't seen this one yet you'll find something in there that you'll either recognize or you know you'll you'll love so yeah like because
0: the Bane in it is like the Dark Knight Rises Bane (laughs) you know like I don't know it's great I love in the beginning when like joke, like there's like the condiment King and stuff and the Joker turns to the camera, like these are actual Batman characters. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
3: Calendar man.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Calendar man, like condiment King. Um, (laughs) Like, like there's so much goofy, like it plays with the fact that Batman's kind of got a lot of goofy stuff in his history, but it does to like it. it, They they treat the character stuff like real, like
4: Mm
0: -hmm. the the story with him and Robin's really good. Like Mm -hmm. it's legitimately a good movie. And like, Honestly, a really good introduction to Batman for like kids. Mm-hmm. Um, not yeah. that you're, you're really spoiled for choice. There's tons of great cartoons and stuff, but um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, it's super charming. I, I really enjoy it. Um, but yeah, unless you guys got any final thoughts, I think that'll bring us into the commercial break uh, finally. And then when we come back, we'll talk about our favorite and least favorite Batman movies. Although I think we might have tipped our hand a little bit in a few places. <laughs> um, all right, we'll be right back. All right. Created by husband and wife team Kendall and Kayla, Star Savior Bunny combines Sailor Moon esque superheroics with the challenges of early adulthood. Read for free at tapas.io and check out their Instagram at star bunny for new updates and projects. Thank you for listening to our podcast, but have you checked out our store yet? We saw all kinds of nerdy products from comics and graphic novels to retro video games, model kits, toys and statues and more. Visit us at levelupentertainment.com and as a special exploratory promotion, the first 20 people to use the code friendscast at checkout will receive 10% off their first purchase. If this is successful, we will do more podcast-exclusive promotions in the future. That's levelupentertainment.com and code FRIENDSCAST. F-R-I-E-N-D-S-C-A-S-T.
3: This message is for Ileana and Miguel, hey, this is uh, Gabriel Iglesias.
2: It's Mark Hamill here. What's up, y'all? This is me, DMC to K-I-N-G. Martha Sedan, the zombie
3: king. I'm Paul Felder, UFC fighter. WWE superstar, Sonia Deville. What's up, guys? This is Harry Mack. Hi, oh, I'm Julia Leewald. And I'm Eric Leewald. Hey, this is Matt Cardona from the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Yaka Warner here described mysteriously as an old man from Michigan. And you are watching Toy Quest 101, baby. And you're watching Toy One Quest, Quest 101. 101. You're watching Toy Quest 101 and you're watching toy
2: quest 101
3: hey guys it's
1: eliana
0: and miguel here from toy quest 101
3: make sure to check us out for toy reviews statue unboxings and to see what celebrity guests might pop up to help us inspire kids with autism and special needs you
0: can find us on instagram twitter facebook and TikTok.
3: and make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel toy quest 101
2: and remember the force will be with you always
3: bye now
0: So now we're going to talk about our favorite uh, and, and least favorite Batman movies. I'm going to start us off going from least favorite to my most favorite. My least favorite is Justice League, followed by a Batman v Superman, <laughs> then Batman Forever, Batman Returns, then the Lego movie, just because it's not as much focused on Batman, um, Dark Knight Rises, uh, Batman 89, then Batman and Robin, I put it above it, Batman Begins, the Lego Batman movie mask of the phantasm the dark knight and then my favorite batman movie is batman the movie from 1966 for me it really comes down to batman the movie and the dark knight in which mood i'm in i'll give batman the movie a little bit of uh, edge because i think it's more rewatchable it's a lot more lighthearted and it it goes quicker um so i but like my least favorite i hate the dce movies they're the only ones i would legitimately (laughs) say don't watch Mm. um So yeah, that's my pick. I don't think it was super surprising for people that know me and listen to the first half of the podcast. Um, But what about you, Shenandoah? What what are your favorites and least favorites?
1: Gosh, um, I would say least favorites. I didn't didn't assemble a list. um, Yeah, it helps me
0: put my thoughts together by putting
1: them in order. Definitely. Um, I would probably say uh, Justice League, is definitely my least favorite, Um, very closely followed by Batman v Superman. Um, Other than that, uh, my favorite is gonna be um, Batman 89 and then uh, Mask of the Phantasm, they kinda tie there. Everything else kind of like middles for me. I just, I know, I enjoy them all, um, save
0: for the DCEU ones. That's fair. What about you, Kendall?
2: Um, I'm not even gonna count the dCA ones, so. I haven't seen the one and yeah uh my least favorite is a tie I can't decide i've been thinking about it all day <laughs> um yeah Dark Knight Rises and batman forever I- <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to him, Harvey. Don't listen to him. Oh, that that is one of my big prop like they they set up these characters, introduce rules for them, and then just like, all right, we're breaking these rules. There's but for for all I I rewatched Batman Forever this morning because before today it was my like straight up least favorite. <laughs> um but I, I rewatched it and I was like, I maybe am a little too hard on this movie, <laughs> um, Dark Knight Rises. It just like, you know, for as smart as the the movie before was, this one like is very cheap. Um, you know, we were talking about how, you know, the Batman Begins like did the Did the twist and like used your comic book knowledge against you? Mm -hmm. This one doesn't do it in a clever way. It just lies to you, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And then just like, and then like reveals it. Like you're supposed to be impressed, but it's like, oh no, I, I figured it out. You told me a lie. (laughs) And like now I'm supposed to be happy with you. There's like, yeah. I think
0: that movie's garbage.
2: Anyway. um,
0: All right, well, well, I know what your favorite is, but let's tell the people at home.
2: All right, kids at home. Uh, Batman 89 is my favorite Batman movie. Um, It's everything I want. I I don't know. It's just like, it's amazing. Uh, That one followed very closely by Batman the movie. I just think they're they're great they're two very different interpretations but
0: yeah i just love them they're great yeah I, I like batman 89 but to me it's like to me it's what i consider like baseline batman Do mm. you know what i mean like it's a very standard batman experience uh, in my opinion not saying it's bad i do like the movie <laughs> but like it's kind of how i judge everything else around it so if anyone actually paid attention to my list it is like kind of dead in the middle mm. um uh, but... it
2: definitely like sets up all the batman to come
4: like
0: yeah
2: it gave like even just like danny elfman's score yes. is like
0: mm-hmm. oh batman. there's a there's a lot that, to like, love in it
3: um, yeah the art deco style like, oh yeah that, that like yeah. you can't quite tell what time period this is supposed to be because like the cars look old and like there's newspaper people that are like is this the 50s right. i don't know but it's still kind of modern it's that's really really neat like that that whole world that tim burton created for that movie and the style um i i really like that for batman and and i like when comic book creators uh take that and and run with it
0: yeah for sure what about you, hair
3: oh this is tough i didn't put together a list either ahead (laughs) of time but um you know i i think i've got to give as far as top goes like i have to give it to uh probably the dark knight um I'm not giving it to Batman Forever, don't worry. But that um, that is up there. That's like 3 or 4 for me. Um but uh no, it, Batman 89 definitely. Um although I will say like when we're ranking the bottom like our our least favorite, um Batman Returns is actually one of my least favorite of the Batman movies. It's and down there
0: for me too, yeah.
3: It, I know for a lot of people that's surprisingly that's like the one of their top. They 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 like it, you know, better than Batman 89, but I don't know something I, I really like the performances. In that, I think Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman and Danny DeVito as Penguin are, are great, but when I watch it again, it's like the the scope of Gotham is just so contained in that one set of like the town square or whatever, and yeah. it's it's yeah. it's really strange to watch. I, I I do like to go back and watch it around the holidays, um, but it, it's it's not like one of my favorites compared to some of these other, other ones. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's just kind of down there.
0: My, how I describe Batman returns. Cause I also really don't, I like it less and less the older I get, I describe it as overindulgent. Um, mm. It's really, it's got three villains in it. Like it's really doubling down on like Tim Burton's everyone's a weird misfit. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's too much. And like, it's not enough substance. If that mm-hmm. makes any sense, I really, really don't like this version of Catwoman. Um, I, which thinks is like, I think this is a really interesting take on Penguin, who is one of my favorite Batman villains. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, like, I, I don't know. It's just weird and like, not, I don't know. I don't find it overly compelling.
3: And it's funny because like there's still that movie still influences that version of those characters to today. I mean, the, the, the penguin that you see with the backstory of, you know, the, the, the Royal birth and he had uh, been disfigured and all that, it still pops up now. And, and same with, you know, Selena, Kyle, I think she's turned more to like the cat burglar part of her. Yeah. She's uh,
0: gone back to that. And so this weird, character, I was dead and reborn thing.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. But that storyline was sort of, taken in the wonder woman 1984 uh the 1980 yeah, yeah so i was i was re-watching that uh or watching that and i was the the cheetah storyline in that that the, their antagonist uh has sort American, of the same oh arc oh, as yeah. the same yeah. tile. uh, uh arc.
0: man talk but, about uh, more bad dc <laughs> well yeah. then not
3: to not change the subject but i'm just saying that batman returns is still pretty influential today on
0: the oh, i mean the DC- it's the reason the Catwoman movie is the way it is. At least, yeah,
1: it's this basically the same premise.
0: Yeah, well, it's, that's a whole other can of worms that movie.
3: <laughs> um, uh, but no, I, I do. As far as loves, I mean, I, I love the Be- Lego Batman movie. I love the Dark Knight, as we all talked about. I love Batman Forever. I mean, I just can't. It's that nostalgia. That I just can't get get past. I know that it's campy, but I, I mean, it's just. I mean,
0: I like camp. It's just I, I, I. But I like Batman and Robin more because it just it doesn't pretend that it's not anything but that.
3: Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, those characters too, like the, the Riddler and Two Face, became like two of my favorite Batman villains, two of my favorite DC villains, and I think it's because of <laughs> this movie, even though they're not the best versions of those characters. <laughs>
0: oh, see, because I as I know you're always a Two Face guy, but I always assumed it was because of the animated series. I think uh, a little, a little
3: of both, um, you know, is a little bit about like my career too, because I'm like, hmm, which, which, which of my colleagues would make a great Two Face? <laughs> but, uh, um, but no, it's uh, I, I, the introduction to the character was this movie.
0: Man, it stinks. Is like I, I can like both of those characters, but like to me, they're both playing different flavors of the Joker, and that, to, and that to me is not, like, that like yeah, they're they're very Nicholson. Yeah, fair. they're not like that makes them not fun together because like you probably want them to be one be like maybe one be wacky and one be serious like or, or you'd want some sort of dynamic that they'd bring to each other like that's like the in that movie. yeah <laughs> i mean i like the robin Me- yeah. yeah
4: yeah i don't know
3: and and i will say that the storyline with uh the riddler figuring out bruce wayne's identity that's in that was done in a really really great episode of the animated series uh the strange secret of bruce wayne Mm-hmm. Um, where they brought in, um, uh, I want to call him Dr. Strange, but he's not Dr. It, Strange.
0: Uh, it's
1: Hugo Strange. No, it is, isn't it? Hugo, it's Strange. Hugo Strange.
3: Yeah. It's Hugo Strange. Yeah.
1: And, Hugo Strange.
0: A, and he is a doctor, so he is Dr. Strange. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
3: All right. I'm like, oh, is that my Marvel, like, seeking in here? Yeah. Um, but no, it's a great episode of the original, of the animated series. If you get a chance, check it out, um, where, you know, Bruce Wayne's uh, secret identity may or may not be discovered. Um, yeah, and I, I think they pulled some of that into Batman Forever.
0: Like I said, I think there's only legitimately two bad episodes of that show. All of the rest of them are great. Um, it's the one where the fat guy <laughs> kidnaps Bruce Wayne and works him work in the desert is bad. And the one where there's like a guy kidnapping kids in the sewers is bad.
1: I w- yeah, I was going to say that one is definitely up there for me in terms of the worst.
3: <laughs> yeah, everything else like... We should do an animated series oh, podcast. Yes. Yes.
0: Right? Ah. I really—it's just an excuse to rewatch it. Um, yeah. I, I know in the Harley Quinn one, I talked about my favorite episode, which is Joker's favorite in the first appearance of Harley Quinn. Um, <laughs> it's oh, I just—I—he's I, so scary in the beginning of that. Mm-hmm. He's just chasing down that guy that like cut him off in traffic. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and he thinks he got away and then like the guy, joker throws two 10 cents at him is like penny for your thoughts or whatever oh my god like oh it's, it's great and then at the end like that guy's scaring the joker so bad joker's calling out for batman <laughs> like, save him. Like it's, it's uh yeah we're definitely okay, going to talk true. about batman the animated series we'll, we, maybe we'll do like uh what we've done for some of the what we did for star trek the next generation we'll each bring like our top episodes and discuss them um sounds good that might be fun um Honestly, that animated universe because it also like spawned off into like Superman and the Just League stuff that's my favorite version of DC, including the comic books.
3: Um, but they uh, also did remind, yeah, What's you up? just reminded me, Scott. Sorry, uh, I wanted to make a sh- another shout out for Batman Return of the Joker, um, which was oh, the yeah. Batman Beyond uh theatrical movie. I, I don't know, I think I it was in theaters, I don't think uh, it did.
0: It came out on DVD, I think, is where it came okay. out but is why that, I look- that is
3: a great to me yeah. that was the epilogue of the animated series um but they did do an epilogue episode later yeah. um but i i just you know the performances in that the animation i oh I'd, I'd, i was
0: super uh, into that when i discovered it um yeah if, if it had a theatrical run i looked it up i don't think it did i'm sure someone's okay. played it in a the theater somewhere talk um, about a twist yeah. yes
4: yeah Ooh. Yeah.
0: It kind of doesn't make any sense when you stop and think about it, but like in the moment, you're like, oh, it's like, it's great. Right. Uh, I guess let's talk about it a little bit since we're, since we're here now. Um, <laughs>
3: Sorry, Scott. I didn't mean enough. to like swerve <laughs> <stir laughs> us into this. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, you know.
0: It, it is a really good movie. Like, I, it is kind of because I never was a huge Batman Beyond show guy, but this one really makes me like Terry, like the character of Terry McGinnis. I love at the mm-hmm. end when, because the whole the whole thing, like Joker's kind of making fun of, like, hey, you're not really Batman, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's like, I, you know, I'd miss the cape and stuff.
3: Um, it's a mystery. I mean, yeah, why, like, how is why, the Joker yeah, why back? Is he, yeah, right. how is he
0: alive? Because Batman's like, well, we eventually get the flashback where, like, Robin killed him in the un, un, uh, unrated cut. Yeah. Um, and Batman was there. So, like, Batman knows he's dead. So the whole, the whole time, like, Batman's like, it's not really him. It can't be. Right. Um, or Not Batman. Bruce Wayne is saying that. But, like, yeah, he's back and, like, he's fit. Like, you know, Bruce Wayne's an old man in it. Because yeah. um, it's, like, 50 years later something like that. Uh-huh. Um, but Yeah, it comes back. Like, you know, he secretly programmed his DNA into Robin, which is weird. Yeah. And I don't think it makes any sense. But, like, it's cool to see him, like, kind of Jekyll and Hyde into him. Uh, when it's fine.
3: creepy when they do the flashback when they yes. first find Tim. Yeah, uh, like, and, like Joker's trying to raise him as like his son, and yeah. it's like Batman's worst nightmare. You know, it's I, I think there's another storyline in the comics like that too, where you know there was like some kind of like one of the kids got abducted or something, and it's it's just um, playing on Batman's worst fears and seeing the tragedy that and that that's the end of that was is crazy. So, yeah. I,
0: it's but I like, really yeah, it dark, it's really yeah. dark. Yeah, Well, I, I love at the end when like Terry's kind of like fighting him and he's like laugh, he's like teasing the Joker, really. Yeah, he's not, he's not acting like classic Batman and it's really putting Joker off his game. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I love that his sidekick is Ace, the Bat Hound, in it. Like, <laughs> obviously, he was a character in the show, but like, I liked it. He brings him to the last fight and like he helps him fight the gang of Jokers and stuff. Um mm i don't know it's it's so good and the soundtrack in it also is awesome um no it's it's a very quality one but because i didn't put it on my list because it wasn't theatrically released but if i were to rank it i think i'd put it above mask of the phantasm it's just just for the notion that it's so different and it's so dark Um, like in a way that's satisfying not in a way that's depressing
3: That's tough. Yeah, uh, that's that's, tough to try to rank that, those two against each other. <laughs>
0: yeah, I would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, like Batman '89 is a solid choice. I get, I know a lot of people that's their favorite Batman movie. I think it's Wes's favorite too.
3: Hmm. Um, I, Jack like Nicholson, it. greatest uh, whoever his attorney was to to do the contract negotiations was fantastic. Do you know this back story? <laughs> He, he negotiated to take less in pay in order to get to get the role, and on what he decided to do was instead he'd get a cut of the uh, merchandising and the sales on the back end. And at the time, that wasn't done in actor salaries. He didn't really see that there wasn't much merch. I think this movie really kicked off like a, a big merchandising. Uh, thing with like summer blockbusters and tie-ins so um the the studio was like oh yeah sure that, that's not going to hurt us at all like well, <laughs> you could take as much of a percentage as you want and he ended up making way more money that way um and because the, the the movie was a hit the toys were a hit and he got a cut of everything because of the way that they negotiated that contract so um kudos jack nicholson's lawyer lawyer stories wow.
0: i mean that, there's a lot of really great iconic scenes in that i love when after his surgery after his accident and like they don't show his face he's like the mirror and then he smashes it and starts laughing after he sees himself and goes crazy oh, so-
2: oh. and what a laugh
0: yeah so good the,
2: just the that movie has my favorite i'm back like it's so affected like i remember like being a like tiny kid just like sitting in the living room and just seeing him i'm batman it's just like
0: whoa like it's batman (laughs) yeah
2: and and it's just so powerful i don't know like i they've definitely like tried to do it again and just for me (laughs) nothing can like
0: capture that yeah i think after this movie i'm batman became like a catchphrase of his Mm -hmm. because like I remember that, like, you see it shoehorned all over the place. Like, there's the, the famous trail, like, uh, commercial for Batman the animated series. Yeah, I'm the Knight, I am vengeance. I am Batman. But like, what does that mean? because <laughs> like, you know, like, who's he talking to? Um, but like in that, like, he's like, tell your friends, like, his Batman's, like, he, he's trying to do the fear thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that whole scene where he kind of come, like, first time you see him, he's like way way in the back in the shadows. Like he kind of comes down into like the frame like awkwardly because he's sneaking yeah. up on these guys. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: He's like yeah.
0: very. It's very like kind of like slow and so, they do that
2: a couple times. Yeah. Um, like it happens in the chemical in the, uh, not Ace Chemicals. It's
3: Axis. Axis yeah. yeah.
2: Um.
0: Yeah. Why did they change the name? Even how the movie. Oh, what's they had a
3: few like licensing issues with this movie too I, I don't know if that's why they had to change it but like the the symbol is wrong too they had to add like the extra points um at the bottom of the bat bat symbol for some reason because of licensing
0: that's weird that's oh, oh did yeah. Warner brothers own dc yet at this time they might not We're have not bought sure. they might not have bought them
3: yet so might have been they fixed it it's fixed for batman returns the the symbols like back to normal or whatever but uh yeah. And even the merchandising, like the logo on the box is the regular Bat symbol. But for whatever reason, the symbol on Batman's chest, it has to have like two extra points on the bottom because they just mm. could they didn't license that image I, I don't know i
0: kind of need to want, look out for that next time i see it again oh
3: yeah yeah oh definitely to keep an eye out because like it, it shows up on some of the merchandise like lego just put out a an 89 batman like collector set which is like this huge version of that batmobile and they gave you the minifigures and it's so cool they included that detail on the batman minifigure that it wow. has like the two extra points on the bottom of his uh, logo
0: that's really cool yeah what many figures did that come with is it just batman
3: uh no no it came with batman vicky vale and uh jack nicholson Joker. i was hoping and to that was the first time and all th- that that was the first time any of those had been produced in lego form from really specifically cool. from that movie yeah
0: um yeah well i know it's got your favorite uh character in it right kendall oh
3: Bob, Bob, He's <laughs>
2: my uh, number
0: one guy.
3: To <laughs> rub another man's root <laughs> arm.
0: Bob. Oh man, yeah. like you, like you and I have quoted that scene where Joker like shakes him, is like, "You are my number one guy." So many times, yeah. I think
2: for Christmas or my birthday one day, got me like in the action figure. Bob. Yeah,
0: I, I got it. I got it mint on card for you. Oh, yeah man. that's awesome <laughs> yeah because we because we quote that we quote that scene specifically all the time it, i that don't whole know movie's why, so
3: quotable yeah.
0: that's a great oh, movie. it is i
3: i Where does he get all these wonderful toys
0: yeah I mean, we, <laughs> we my balloon oh, we used that in commercials and stuff um oh yeah like like i said the Prince stuff is the only thing that holds it back for me like it's not really a problem it's just like it, it would it kind of pulls me out of it because it, it's it's because, like, the actual score to it is so good. And then, yeah, like, you get this sure. weird Prince pop music in it and, like... Okay,
1: but Party Man, that yeah. scene is so iconic.
0: Where right, yeah, always getting <laughs> How can you
1: not love them
2: <laughs> exactly,
1: <laughs> in the museum? So good. I
4: think
2: I listened to Prince before, like, watching this movie, but it came out early enough in my life that, like...
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's my introduction to Prince, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It
2: doesn't really bother me.
3: Did you ever see the music video mm-hmm. uh batman. yes prince, prince is like dressed up like the Joker. There's, yeah there's
1: bat dance and then there's party man yeah and it's great
3: <laughs> yeah if you haven't watched it like definitely definitely recommend it pull it up yes
0: uh, well when you're done watching this on youtube go watch that yeah. on youtube uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man say so, what were some of the other ones we, we really liked like I, I love Batman the 60s batman like some days you can't get rid of a bomb scene like is cinematic gold uh i, I don't know there, there's so much great stuff i one of the things on my bucket list was to meet batman and robin by that i mean adam west and, and uh uh burt ward and mm-hmm. fortunately, i was able to before you know adam west passed that acbc uh in 2015 because i have the poster from it on my wall um so that was, that was great. And the only reason I did that is because they were there. And because it was such a badly run con, there was no attempt, like there was no one there. So <laughs> there was no lines. So I was like, Oh, I can just walk oh, up and-. and And I got to meet a lot of cool celebrities that day because of it. Um, Harry, mm-hmm. you were there. So we, you know, yep. uh, we got to meet, uh, I got to meet Pinky and the brain, Rob Paulson and, uh, mm-hmm. and Marsh. And then after and we not- left after we left the con, I was like, I can't believe I didn't talk to them about Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters <laughs> um, because they were both there. So it's like, Oh, it's Pinky and the brain, like as a duo.
3: Mm-hmm. By forgetting they were
0: Egon and Raph, I'm like, oh my god!
3: Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm not sure if it was always like this, Scott, but like it just seemed like Adam West. And I I think maybe Bert Ward was like always a little hesitant, but they both seem to embrace the character at least later on in in their lives to to show up at conventions and um you know, do like I was Batman, you know, these like kooky cameos on like Big Bang Theory and stuff like that. Well, um was it always like that or were they were they angry about
0: that? I'm sure that they were typecast for a while, but like yeah. So I have the movie on DVD and they they do a commentary throughout it. And in it, they like talk about how much they appreciate it and what they've done. I don't know how much of it's an act they're putting on. When I met them, they weren't mm-hmm. overly happy because it was such a badly run con that they weren't getting the money they were <laughs>
3: anticipating. Not the best day.
0: <laughs> um, and I was there on the last day, and like towards the end. Um, but they were real nice with me, you know. But, um, you know, I've got their framed uh, signed photos on the wall. The Adam West one I got, Tim holding the bomb. And it says to Scott, you know, stuff like that. So I'm, I'm happy.
3: It just seems like after these Batman live actors are done with the role, it seems like they're just so ready to be done with it. Like they're just like relieved almost uh, about, you know, the experience that they, they, they don't like it.
2: uh, I don't know. Adam West and Burt Ward ended up like, you know, right before Adam passed coming back to those characters. And uh, mm -hmm. the the animated
3: movies. And the pinball machine.
0: They recorded new stuff for the pinball machine. Yeah. Yeah that's awesome i love that machine Um, i have to play it some more i I only got to play it the one time
3: there are quite a few batman pinball machines yeah batman 66 the 89 got a pinball machine batman forever got a pinball machine the dark knight got a pinball machine i played the the dark knight one
0: what's the dark knight trilogy right or is it just the dark knight
3: uh it is like batman begins slash the dark knight okay Uh, it did it was out before uh before rises rises. okay but yeah batman's been a very popular pinball i think it's probably their the dc's like most featured pinball uh,
0: i mean that makes sense he's generally his most the most popular character and like you know he has like that 90s era of movies was like extremely popular um like again the merchandising stuff i was you know we were kids in the 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 teeth of that and like i very very distinctly remember nonstop. do you have any favorite
3: toys that you remember from that or from any of the batman movies
0: i the only batman toys i had as a kid is the animated series toys you could get from mcdonald's Mm -hmm. i i had the batman i had a couple of the villains i think i had catwoman um but like i didn't have like batmobile i didn't really have a lot of batman toys when i was a kid i wanted ninja turtles a lot more um Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters are my toy jam. I always wanted transformers, but they were too expensive. And I didn't really engage with the media for it. I just thought the toys were awesome.
3: because mm-hmm. uh, you know how about you guys and any you guys have any toys that you remember from any of the Batman live action?
1: Um I didn't really have any toys. Um, I did have the glasses from Batman forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, if I had anything, I definitely don't remember. Other than that, it was mostly just like posters and pictures, and I think some trading cards.
3: Oh, yeah! Oh, the, were big the, in, yeah, the 89 yeah. and the Batman Returns, yes. yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, my uncle definitely got me big into trading cards, but other than that, uh,
0: no, I'm sadly still, lacking in the toys. I might still have some of the gum stuck somewhere in my body. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So yeah. I, I had the Batcave from, they they released it four times, like each time for the movie that was out at the time. Like I have to give Kenner, like, or I think it was Kenner, all the credit because all they did was slap a new coat of paint on it and just released it again, <laughs> <laughs> no. um, and- and they did it for the animated series too, so I think it was five times. Nice. They did they it did
2: come it. with the Bruce Wayne figure?
3: Yes, and you could put him in the thing and spin it, and he would. You put a Batman figure on the other side, so it'd be like he changed. Into ah. <laughs> uh But it was. I, I do remember uh, that, and it had like a little garage that you could put the the uh, Batmobile in, and that's and awesome. But, uh, but yeah, Batman merchandise.
2: I had, I had uh, the. Batman Returns version of that one and it came Mm -hmm. with like yeah like a Michael Keaton figure Mm -hmm. Um, but my my favorite my favorite was um they so it was in the Batman Returns line uh but they put out a uh Tim Drake Robin figure and like really yeah I just like They didn't call him Tim Drake; they just called him Robin. But it was like the costume. costume. Yeah, yeah. And Robin is like my favorite DC character.
3: I remember reading that like that was a dropped potential storyline for Batman Returns, right? Like, weren't they going to introduce Robin? I think earlier. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I remember reading that.
2: And it was supposed to be kind of like a a Jason Todd style Mm -hmm. thing. Or like he was going to be the mechanic for the Batmobile first, or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, interesting. Because I, I know how Jason Todd got introduced in the comics. He was like stealing the wheel off the Batmobile or something,
3: and then Batman's yeah, like, "I think that." Yeah,
0: yeah, and then Batman's like, "I guess I'll just adopt you."
3: <laughs> you know my secret now. You can. This one's read.
0: mine now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've never been a big fan of Jason Todd. I like I, I like Tim Drake's origin more. Where he like sought out the mantle of Robin, he didn't just fall into it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I know, I know, Kendall. I know you're a big Tim Drake fan. Were you a big Tim Drake fan before these movies? Like, did you get to him into him from the comics?
2: Um. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was never in those movies, so um, I forget. Around, I think it was when like '89 came out. Like, my mom would just occasionally bring like a comic book home um and i still have it my first batman comic was like a maxi zeus story but Mm -hmm. i I just remember like everyone i read they called robin tim but from the 66 movies i knew he was dick grayson i was just like i was very (laughs) confused i was like why are they calling him this like never imagining that it could be a different character um but then one of the ones she brought home was like a three-part story about like lady shiva wanting to kill robin i was like robin's the best character (laughs) (laughs) so
3: that's why you love batman forever so much right because it's introduced. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> what were doing? Like, ninja laundry? Jam?
0: <laughs>
3: laundry? His gymnastics <laughs> background.
2: Oh, it was like,
3: <laughs> this. Oh. Two-Face murdered his parents. Boom, right in front of him. No more. Awesome. Yeah,
2: and he's just like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to go kill Two-Face. Yep. He killed my whole family. Yep. He's like, oh, well, you could fix this motorcycle and have it. And he's like...
3: Uh, he was teaching uh, vengeance is everything.
2: <laughs> Sometimes there's also motorcycles. Yeah. And it's just like, it just killed your whole family,
0: dude.
3: <laughs> But it's also weird.
0: Like, he's an adult in those movies. Yes. Why yeah. Is he, like, he- <laughs> This
2: is a 30-year-old man. Like yeah. would he, think he's it? supposed to be playing like a 17-year-old. Yeah. He, he talks he, about <laughs> like social. He's like, "Oh, I'm trying to like avoid social services and stuff." Dude, he mm. looks older than us. <laughs> now. <laughs> um oh, forever. I wrote a whole list of things Oh, is it. that what the
0: Yeah, oh, was, no. I- oh, yeah, I forgot you had this list. Let's talk about it. <laughs>
2: um let's see what didn't we already say oh when bruce wayne meets edward Nigma, edward Nigma's like yeah i got this brain controlling device and he's like oh well like call my uh call my, call my people we'll set up a, an appointment to talk about it she's like,
3: what uh okay kendall He's the head of a major company and, you know, what company wouldn't want to uh, subliminally get into your brain for marketing? I mean, Bruce Wayne's just looking at the money.
0: All right, I, I think, I think what I, I, I'm think I going to speak for you for a minute, Kendall. I think what you're getting at is Batman deals with supervillains. That is a supervillain device <laughs> running <They're drawing> some <laughs> sort of red flag, I think. But he only
2: has a problem with it morally when, when uh, Edward is like oh, huh, I don't want to talk to your assistant. And then he's like, well, you know, this is a morally terrible- Too many
3: questions. Thing. It raises too many questions.
2: And he's like, uh, yeah,
3: yeah, that's what he said. And huh. I was just like- He what? was trying to be nice, but I think he always in the back of his mind was going to turn the project down. But you know, he's got to milk this guy for every idea. Well,
0: first, well, see, to, be the, to do the ethical thing, he needs to patent it and then never release it. So <laughs> no one else can- Right, make
3: it. exactly.
2: Exactly. And then uh when Two Face busts into the circus, he's like, one of you either knows Batman or is Batman. (laughs) So you got two minutes to tell me. At the bomb will kill us all. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And then Bruce Wayne is trying (laughs) to say, Hey, it's me, but like there's there's no system set (laughs) in place. That's all pandemonium. Chaos. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Okay, Two Face. Two Face didn't think that one through. You know, he didn't. He should have had like a microphone or something to the
0: crowd. You know what's amazing? (laughs) Just pass it around. Why did he think? A. Why did he think that somebody at a circus would randomly like be Batman or know who Batman is? And two, what are the freaking odds that Batman actually is there? So, just I the think it was like a, event in town. a benefit
2: or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. A, like charity
0: thing. So, it was all rich people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I, I was trying. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. He it's was onto something. It's been a long time since I watched Batman forever.
2: Um, But, like, after that scene, like, there's just this random scene where, like, Two Face is chasing the Batmobile. Oh yeah. Like it drives up a wall. I don't have a problem with that, but it's just like what? Like (laughs) you're trying to catch two face. What what happened? Like, what is going on? Like, what is this scene?
3: Um, I have no real good defense for that one (laughs) because it ends with the Batmobile defying gravity and (laughs) shooting up and driving up the wall. So uh, yeah, I really have nothing. <laughs> and like, he that.
2: kills all of Two faces henchmen in that scene. Like, just go get him. Man. <laughs> like, he can't run you over anymore. Go get him. You're after him. And then there was that at the end of the movie, like, police headquarters has the bat signal in the sky. For some reason, Batman never a- answers the call at all. <laughs> but like it exists just so like Riddler can put, make it into a question mark. And then like Batman flies by in the Batwing and like the commissioner's cheering, but it's just like,
0: you don't know where the hell he's going. You guys didn't even talk. Well, listen, the Bat-Signal is to be fair. It's a cool visual, but it's the worst way to communicate. That's why in the sixties one, they had a phone that was directly call him.
3: <laughs> that, it, it, it was, yeah. That's what I was it's, gonna say. You didn't yeah. see that uh, they cut that scene for time, Kendall. But he called, you know, using the William Shakespeare head or whatever yeah. the, the red phone, <laughs> Just pressing the button. Yeah, and uh, you know they 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 talked it out.
0: I love that that's in the pinball machine. The pinball machine is really good. <laughs> I need to play it some more. I'm really bad at it. Um, yeah, it's tough at first, but yeah, no. I got I got to learn it. I only got to play it like once or twice. Um. Yeah, so is, is you have anything else on your list for Batman Forever?
2: Um, I think-
3: Oh. Because, yeah. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe I almost skipped this. Oh.
3: The ground, it's holy.
2: I like that part, I mean, that's I'm, cute. I'm fine with that. I, that's cute, I like that. Part. Um, Chase Meridian is an awful character. Yeah, I was hoping it was gonna be <laughs> She's the worst. Like, she shows up, she's like, yo. I want to fuck Batman. <laughs> and Batman's like, oh, I don't got luck with women. I'll cast all, like, kind of. And, like, so as you were saying earlier about, like, Batman's double life,
4: Yeah,
2: th- this woman was into Batman first. I think this is, like, the one character he could just be Bruce Wayne and Batman and have, like a romantic relation. She is all about Batman. She is
4: mm-hmm.
2: horny as hell. And like, she exists just so like dads taking their kids to see the movie can be like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, it, <laughs> she's written so bad. <laughs> and, I gotta, and they, I try, they try to make her like an independent woman because she has a punching bag. <laughs> But it's just so awful! Oh God!
4: Oh, <laughs> uh,
3: I uh, I I don't have any uh, good comebacks to. Oh yeah! So.
0: <laughs> well, she she was played by Elma Pearson, right? Or my Nicole not? Kidman? Nicole Kidman. Uh, Nicole Kidman. Oh, she, I, who is Was Elma McPherson in any of these movies? I don't know who that is. I don't either. <laughs> it was, I she was like on like the cover it. of like Sports Illustrated or something at the time. But I know that the for a lot of the ladies, like they cast uh, like supermodels that were hot, like not hot physically, but like were were like in the public consciousness at the time. Like hmm. Mr. Freeze's wife was in like Playboy or something uh, in Batman and Robin. I don't remember exactly the details, but I remember I I do remember there was a lot of that stuff. Um. But yeah, holy smokes. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I watched Forever. I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of interested in watching it now.
3: There you go. Give it a watch.
2: <laughs> yeah. I watched it this morning. I was like, I don't want to come here, talk a bunch of shit about something that was um, like, one of my favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I watched it and I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> No, it's just that's why i like
2: took the notes i was like here are my problems i don't want to forget them."
0: yeah i i i put batman forever pretty low on my list i don't really hate it or like really dislike it that much to me it's just like it's trying to have a little bit of the serious tim burtony stuff in it and this joel schumacher camp which i like both of those things but it doesn't commit either way, yeah. and and I think the villains are really weak and not super interesting. So to me, like I rewatchability was a big part of why I ranked the the movies that I the way I did, and like I just don't have any desire to ever ever really rewatch it. Um, but now that I've got your guys' perspectives on it, I'm kind of interested in <laughs> in seeing it again. Um, Check it out. Yeah.
2: I, I might like yeah.
0: it more one way or the other. Um,
2: I'm not mad. I watched it this morning. Like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's something to it, Um, and I won't even say I'll never watch it again. Like, I have no interest in watching Batman be Superman again.
0: No. Yeah, I've um, never, I've never rewatched it. I watched it in theaters, and I was like, man, that was bad. By the end, I was like, by towards the end of it. I was just like, dude, this movie just needs to end. Like, mm. once Doomsday showed up, I'm like, oh my God, just be over. Like, it's, I was like, I'm watching screen in my head. I'm like, I can't believe this is still going. <laughs> like, oh my God.
2: Um, I do uh, think I like Forever more than uh, Rises. Okay. okay. I think it jumped up. <laughs> All right.
0: Okay. I'll tell you one thing. This conversation's made me like it a lot more. That was really brutal. <laughs> cool to to. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oof all right does anyone else have anything else they want to get off their chest about batman movies real quick this is like a batman therapy session right now.
1: i don't think we mentioned just how great kevin conroy is
2: oh yes
1: uh, i yeah. think we definitely missed the mark in terms of talking about how fantastic he is as batman he
0: kind of just is batman just <laughs> yeah.
3: now um, yeah and and he blo- he does the great job of and i think maybe adam west did this too to an extent of playing bruce wayne and batman like he has a different vocal performance depending on which character he's voicing at the time and Mm -hmm. it's it's really effective um yeah he just it's great sorry i know that's something they get away from
0: in the animated series eventually he just does the batman voice 24 7 i do Mm -hmm. like the earlier seasons seasons where he does do them both i will say i will disagree with you adam west he kind of always talks the same way
3: okay i wasn't (laughs) sure like kind of
0: always giving the same performance like watch the movie there's an extended scene where like um, Catwoman is in disguise as like a Russian person uh, Miss Kitka and she's trying to seduce Bruce Wayne and like he falls in love with her but like you get scenes where like they're going on dates which is really funny because like Robin's got like listening in on it in the Batmobile and he like turns it off and he's like talking to Alfred's like there's some things I just shouldn't hear and stuff like it's so corny and great <laughs> and then the other villains show up on umbrellas and kidnap them and they fly away. Oh, and Halloween, oh, I love and I, that. I love that they're wearing masks to disguise themselves, but they're very clearly like <laughs> the Joker, <Joker-proof women. laughs> so they're wearing their costumes and stuff outside of that. Like that's why I, it's so corny and fun. Like it's it's dumb and it's having fun with it. Like it relishes in it. I don't think Batman and Robin quite relishes in it. If that makes mm. any sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. I I do think like, it's. I- that it, it's definitely going for that like you could superimpose the Pows and biffs on it and it wouldn't look out of place right um yeah.
2: which be Robin, it's definitely yeah. like a nine definitely like like uh shenandoah was saying, like a 90s version okay. of yeah. that but yeah oh
4: yeah
1: it yeah. definitely like it's it's just that era's
0: sense of humor um i, I, I definitely i'd like to say <laughs> I really enjoy that movie. My biggest problem with it is it's way too long. It does get too long. You, know, you feel like length at a certain point. Mm. But like like I said, it's, to me, it's like watching Money Burn. Like as a, a movie buff, like it's re- like, sometimes like something that's like so hilariously disastrous, like it's more fast. <laughs> like, I'm more engaged, <laughs> like I'm more engaged by it because I'm like, there's a part where like Robin's swimming and like he goes up for a, a breath and then they just reverse the footage of him going back down and look. <laughs> <laughs> But like, there's parts where like, Mr. Freeze is freezing the city and like, it's so cheap looking and I know how expensive this movie was. Like the icicles are like wobbling and stuff because they're just made of rubber. Like, it's, it's so bizarre. And like, I know only the things that exist because of toys, like, so all of a sudden, like Batman's got an entire, like, anti-ice- Ice line. Of, like, yeah. Like arsenal, like at the ready. Yep. So, Bob, many, so many vehicles, so many like total, total suits.
3: Yep. Oh, Which they play on in the Lego Batman movie, so oh, like I love great. that they yeah. bring that back.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah the, the, the Lego Batman movie is really a love letter to the the the, the characters' history as a whole. Um, oh, definitely. I oh, yeah, uh, I. Yeah, like I, like watching Batman and Robin is just like baffling the decisions that they made in it. Like, <laughs> like why even have been in it? Well, dude. And there's a part where like Bane goes under disguise, but he's like he's like Monster Bane, a trench coat and a hat. It's so great! Yeah, he's like a Ninja Turtle, like yeah.
2: But it works. (laughs) I love Bane in the movie. I think so do I too. He's great. I just love how he like repeats what people say.
4: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's just basically like a dumb monster. He reminds me of like Gossamer from Looney Tunes. You know, the big hairy dude like yeah oh uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah so i love Batman. robin i i think you need to watch it with the mindset that it's supposed to be like the 60s stuff mm-hmm. it's not it's weird that it's supposedly in the same universe as like batman 89 because it's just not right like it, oh. there's no, it's, and batman forever really just also just does not it just butt heads with that like that world that they set up yeah, I do think you kind of need to watch them as two separate things, even though I know there's a little bit of connective tissue between them, and I know that they were Batman Forever was designed to be a sequel from it initially. Um, yeah, man, I would say maybe we should so, do a Superman episode, but like we covered like a bunch of it, and it's just not good.
3: So Scott, I was going to ask really quick if there was yeah. any like hopes, hopes and dreams that you would have for the the Batman, the the Robin, the Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I kind of wanted to bring that up. coming out.
0: When that movie came, or not the movie, because the movie hasn't come out yet. But like when that trailer came out for, uh, what was it? Was it DC All Access? It was oh, um fandom, D- a fandom. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I think I was the only person that watched that trailer. And was like that looks bad. Um, hmm. I, I don't know. I know Shenandoah. You and I talked about it right after the fact, and you loved it. You have a shirt about it and everything. Yes.
3: <laughs> wow. Um, Leave me
0: out of this. <laughs> um, I watched it and I was just to me to me it looks like a reheated leftovers of the Nolan era and like I think he looks the costume looks bad. I think he did the I am the vengeance line and it like I'm like this is stupid. Um I don't know to me it didn't work. They it looked like they're setting up with like 40 villains cuz that's that's always <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's always a good sign in Batman movies when there's like a ton of villains, you know? So uh,
3: well, I'm I'm interested to see how they do it. Like if the, the rumor is that this is sort of year one slash year two. Yeah. Um, And so if they're doing sort of like a lived in Gotham where like Oswald Cobblepot is a person that, you know, has penguin like tendencies, but he's not the penguin yet. He's or, not like you a know. monster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- then like that's what we were kind of hoping that the Tim Burton universe would, would grow into, you know, that they, they planted the seeds for like Harvey Denton and these other things things um so I, I i think this would be a great way to see a batman that we don't have to go through the whole origin again and all the training and stuff but he's not quite like the polished version yet either and and i don't think we've seen a movie in that era and i think it'd be a really interesting thing if they can pull it off correctly
0: oh yeah don't, um, don't, so don't I, i'm misunderstand- hopeful for it Yeah, don't misunderstand me i want it to be a good movie um and i think robert pattinson i think he can do it why not um, my joke when they announced he was casting i was like well he already has experience playing a batman because he was a vampire <laughs> um, but i i think he's legitimately a legitimately good actor he just was in twilight which isn't good movies but like I, i've seen him in things after the fact i think he i think he can do it um i i like the idea of like year one batman year one's the only in my hot take is the only good frank miller story um mm. Um, and that even still like has problems, I have problems with that. Um, but I-, I don't know. Um, the trailer didn't do much for me. Maybe it's another trailer. I'm like, Oh, okay. This is more my thing. Or maybe I'll see stuff. I'll definitely see it when it comes out. Um, it just, I just, I don't know. It didn't do much for me and like the hype everyone was having for it. I guess I'm a little bit of a different position where like, since I work in a comic book store and I'm there all mm-hmm. day long, people want to talk to me about things. And I'm just like, I don't, I'm nowhere near as hyped for this as everyone else seems to be. Um, I had kind of a similar experience with Days of Future Past where I was like, I didn't particularly care for the movie. Like everyone's like, it's the best X-Men movie. I was like, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> but that, that's a whole other podcast we did on that like years and years and years ago, uh, which I don't recommend looking up because I'm a little embarrassed by my reaction to it. Because oh. um, I, I went way over the top with how much I hate it. I don't actually hate it. But like all day, everyone was needling me about how I don't like it, and I was getting really annoyed. Um...
3: Handles <laughs> <Yeah>. so... <laughs> perfectly time laughter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, listen, Kendall and I are an old married couple. He he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, do you guys have any like uh, hopes and dreams? Uh, I mean, not dreams, but like what you know. You guys hype for for the Batman? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
2: oh no!
1: <laughs> I'm very excited about it. Um, I I mean, I I really like the trailer. I like what it presented. But I also like I'm also of the mindset where I'm like oh, I'm tired of you know the. The gritty, dark, but uh, at the same time, I really like the feeling of the trailer. It felt very like David Fincher, which is definitely a very different direction than Nolan, but also still dark and gritty. So, I don't know. I I, I like the cast. I think the cast is great. Um, I think Andy Circus as Alfred
0: is going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, other than Robert Pattinson, I don't remember who's in it.
1: Yeah, there's uh, Andy Circus as Alfred. You have Zoe Kravitz playing uh, Catwoman. Um, Paul Dano is the Riddler. Colin Farrell is Penguin. And um, John Turturro is playing
3: Falcone. Mm. Oh, and uh, the-
1: MDB, who needs
3: it? (laughs) uh, Yeah, and uh, Commissioner Gordon is- uh, Oh yes, oh my God,
1: Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey
3: Wright, yes. Who's going to be
1: incredible.
3: Yes, yeah.
1: He's incredible in everything.
0: Yeah. All right, Uh, I don't know. Like, again, uh, Batman, you mentioned three villains. And
1: almost that's never, true yeah the, those so are uh, a whopping three villains uh, and I, think- I know originally they were kind of leaning more towards um not long halloween it, it was definitely some year one stuff they had planned um but i originally they were thinking long halloween but now it's it's definitely turned more towards some, like, y- they,
0: in yeah I, I mean I, I yeah love- it seems very yeah. much like that i mean i love long halloween they adapted the best parts of it in the dark night though the Harvey yeah. Dent stuff, like the stuff with the mob. Um, granted, they didn't. I, I like the idea of the year-long mystery. Um, I'm not sure if that makes the best movie, but like, I think an HBO like miniseries or something would be cool. I'd rather see four hours of that than four hours of more Justice League. A <laughs> movie I don't like by a creator I I really don't like. Um,
3: yeah, I, I don't get the impression that this is going to be all of those villains like against batman yeah in, in like all of their villainry, like I, I think they're more citizens of gotham and we're gonna check in on them at you know various stages of their so maybe it's more like career.
0: edward nigma rather than the riddler
3: that's my impression yeah. i don't know very much about the movie other than the trailer but that's sort of what i got from it i mean
0: a fun twist on the on on riddler then is like maybe he works for batman like he works at wayne Enterprises. like maybe he's one of his head r&d guys or something um yeah uh in, in the wake of hush um the comic book uh riddler reveals that he figured out who batman is
4: mm-hmm.
0: but the answer to a riddle like is only as valuable as valuable as like less people know it, So like he kind of doesn't say it but that sparked like the riddler trying to turn a no- over a new leaf and being like a private eye and i think that's mm-hmm. an interesting take for that character which is a great i love that whole arc for him yeah yeah. And then he became like a supporting character in Gotham City Sirens, which was a yep. surprisingly good book at the time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if like if I could cast like a Batman movie or, or go for one, I don't know what I would go for. I would not, require yeah, a like whole different what, what episode. Yeah, what villains yeah would we would you have to talk about point. something very different. I definitely wouldn't want to use the Joker. I, I in right. general, I think he, they go to the well too often with him in the comics, they go to the well too often with him in the movies stuff. I understand it's his most iconic and Crowd favorite villain, but like I, I've seen enough. I, I, I would like
3: maybe a, maybe a Court of Owls might be interesting.
0: Court of Owls, awesome. yeah.
3: Um,
1: I'd really liked um a kind of horror driven film with Clayface. Clayface is also a good that'd character. Be great.
0: I would maybe go for a horror driven film, but from with Man
3: Bat.
1: Oh yeah, that's another. Yeah. yeah. Be interesting.
3: Yeah. Um, not
1: both?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe Clayface can turn <laughs> now, some into of the Man-Bat. best episodes of the animated series. True. Some yeah. of the best an- episodes of the animated series were Clayface, uh, yes. and, and some of the most you know emotional ones too. And yeah, mm-hmm. I, I changed my answer. I want that. I want as <laughs> movie. Yeah, um,
0: and Mansephiro. That's what makes Batman's Rogues Gallery one of the more compelling. Is is you can give them like real tragedy and pathos. Yeah, yeah, the Joker, like you know, you're only one step, you're only one bad day away from your whole life being ruined. Like this, Batman has that same origin as well, where all of a sudden his parents are murdered. Uh, you know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's something I'm going to think about. We're definitely going to do an animated series episode uh, because I want to talk about it a lot more now. Um, <laughs>
3: yeah. I think an almost got him kind of story told uh, from
4: oh, yes. it's almost got so good. Really uh, like
3: yeah,
0: a movie you know from what? the villains
3: like, would be interesting because
0: that's a good way to have multiple villains. But like you can kind of give them like small little adventures, but it's told from their perspective.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, that would be a lot of fun actually. I think that's too experimental. For them to do a full like big budget theatrical release for because like how would you even market that yeah but they almost they almost got him (laughs) uh, or we almost got him or whatever it's called is is one of the best episodes of that show Um, so great ah yeah what about you kendall (laughs) (laughs) you paying attention to the batman me
2: yeah i haven't i haven't watched is it part of the DCEU or no, no it's its oh, own shit. thing
0: I'm glad that it's they're just doing movies a their marketing choice I'm glad there's it there's almo- yeah like
1: I, there's I, almost like no marketing for it which is kind of bizarre yeah just,
3: oh, not since that trailer
1: yeah
0: I just don't well then it.
3: there's the other project with the Michael Keaton coming back as
0: well that's an flash old flash, right which is right. the flash yeah yeah, yeah. So, it's going to have like the multiverse and stuff in it, right? So, Mm -hmm. or is he coming back as the Flashpoint version of Batman, who is Thomas Wayne?
3: No, there's another actor cast as Thomas Wayne, I want to say. Is it, is
0: it, uh, what's his face from Batman v Superman from The Walking Dead?
3: I can't. Yeah, I think it's him. I I think. I'm not sure. Um, The Negan guy, whatever his name is, I cannot remember. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, Morgan. Yes.
0: I remember it was like a three name thing. I was like, I don't even remember one of them.
3: (laughs) Yeah. But uh, but I think that would. A lot of people are saying they want to see like a live action Batman Beyond. I think that would be Michael really Keaton cool.
0: Yeah, Michael Keaton set as, that up. As older Bruce Wayne.
3: Yeah. That's part of what was really
0: fun about Birdman because he more or less it had like elements of like autobiographical thing because he was really defined by being the superhero like years ago, uh, you know, as an actor. Um, mm-hmm. And then he played another Birdman in Spider Man. <laughs> um,
3: yeah he seems to uh be open to coming back you to know the what superhero man genre.
0: Michael yes. Keaton was really good as the vulture like I would be so down for a live action Batman Beyond just to see him return to that character and I think he could still I think he still got it mm-hmm. like I think he could still pull off that let's get nuts kind of energy you know <laughs> oh
3: yeah definitely sure. I, oh yeah. <sighs> yeah
0: yeah now I kind of that's my dream Batman movie that's what I want <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I, you know, I think we're living in this world where they're doing sequels that are, like, legacy sequels and they cut mm. out some of the stuff they don't like in the middle and they're like, okay, this is only a sequel to the second part of this movie franchise, but forget three, four, and five. Yeah. Um, it would be really cool if we could do, like, a an epilogue to the Keaton-Burton universe. Oh, my God, this, they could bring back Billy way.
0: D Williams
3: as... Two- <gasps> exactly. <Please. laughs> exactly. Um. I mean, you know, he wouldn't quite be the showstopper, you know, physical yeah but like but... they could
0: show like he's in jail or something you know what I mean like just some sort of yeah. nod to be like alright the other two movies don't happen here
3: I think it's all on the table you know with the way that the, they're doing legacy sequels now absolutely and, and, and yeah I that would that'd be a great be candidate
0: really cool if that's the I would be Johnson worried of 89 that... just like Tim Burton hasn't made a good movie <laughs> Oh, I, I wouldn't make it Tim Burton I wouldn't have true now. Tim Burton hasn't made a good uh, movie in over 20 years um, yeah but, <laughs> a sequel in that world like because someone can kind of take the art deco like look or mm-hmm. you know really because they can go for like because Batman Beyond has like a really unrealistic like cyberpunky future to it um because mm-hmm. again like it's got kind of that ethereal dreamish quality like it doesn't have to be super realistic looking um yeah I think that's what I really want now all right well that was the <laughs> podcast uh we decided <laughs> <laughs> uh, we-
3: make it happen DC yeah I would
0: ball, like uh, uh, now yeah
2: It'd be cool just because there are so many versions of this character, and I mean, they couldn't do it without being like ripping off into the spider verse. But I kind of think that would be cool. I really wanted a brave and the bold episode like that, like.
0: Ooh. Up- Oh, yeah, yes. that would have been awesome. See, I also love the break. We're going to talk about Batman cartoons in the end of the podcast. <laughs> you know what? And it's funny that you had that thought, because in the wake of Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, the video game, which was way before Into the Spider-Verse came out, I was like, man, I'd really love a Batman version of this. So mm-hmm. you can have the Adam West one. You can have the animated series. You could have the Christian Bale Batman. Uh, like, like, And they can all have such different play styles from each other. Um, uh, yeah, there, there could have been a lot of fun to that. Like, I don't know what i would have all the batmen do together um <laughs> to be fair into the spider-verse before i saw it i didn't think that that would work um and then the, that is the best spider-man movie mm-hmm. um and our, i think and, that's my favorite superhero movie it's, it's so good it's yeah. arguable it's the my favorite superhero movie as well to me it comes down to that the incredibles and the dark knight and the dark knight is so different from those two yeah um <laughs> Uh, Mask but no, it'd be great
3: definitely. to be able to revisit any of these universes again and sort of give them the proper yeah. ending uh, that they they didn't get because of whatever legality or contract rights or whatever.
0: I know they they sort of did a little bit of that with uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Like I forget what the deal is. I think Bert Ward showed up in one he's supposed to be old Robin. They mm-hmm. did some. Yeah. There was some reference to the Batman eighty nine universe, but like Michael, or Mike, was Michael Keaton in the show?
1: It was um, the guy who played Knox oh okay oh, wow. yeah I
4: yeah he should have
2: i know me too <laughs> yeah, I, sh- I should watch that yeah.
0: oh,
2: wow <laughs> i love dogs
0: wow. <laughs> oh yeah so was he just doing like a report on tv or something
1: um i think he
0: was reporting on the the crisis
4: yeah
0: <laughs> so I, yeah i knew there was like a cheeky like reference to that yeah in that. oh man.
1: And I think there was
0: also a. Oh no! There was like a picture of Keaton on like a newspaper. Yeah, was
1: or
4: Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Conroy
0: uh, uh. came back and played Batman. Yes, that's yeah. who yes. was came back and played Batman in that. Mm-hmm. I, remember. I think that's the first time you got to play him in live action. Yes, which is exciting. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, because yeah, wasn't he the Batman Beyond Batman, like Bruce Wayne? Yes. Um. Yeah. 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 I mean, I know he was in the cartoon, but I think he was supposed to be
3: that in Crisis. Oh. Oh, I don't know
0: like I think like loosely I'm, I'm pretty sure that was what he was based on okay damn that's really cool now I wish I liked the CW show so I could watch them. well
1: this is all I know about it yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I stopped watching all of those shows I think within like season two of each of them mm. so uh, I,
0: I didn't even finish the first season of Flash and that was what I was mildly <laughs> able to get into mm. just that I got CW melodrama
4: first season I was like
0: oh, yeah it's never Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, a little rough. <laughs> I didn't make them brother and sister.
4: I- oh my god,
1: no. Oh, it didn't even get me. <laughs> oh, it's terrible.
0: <laughs> Wait, whose brother
1: and sister? Iris and Barry are like oh, step like siblings.
3: Step oh siblings, yeah. Sort of. I, I did
1: see that. Yeah, ado- he That's was like her, he- Yeah, he's like her adopted brother. I was
0: like, why?
1: <laughs> why is this happening?
0: I mean, I'm sure, I mean technically it's fine they're not really <laughs> <laughs> and
1: that's the end of this
4: conversation. Yep, and that's how we end the batman podcast
0: <laughs> yeah you can always tell when we have a long, when we get real punch drunk at the end um but yeah guys final thoughts on batman movies um any any anything you think we didn't discuss i know we this is probably the longest episode we've ever done. Um, oh jeez. Oh. <laughs> I know it's fine. I've enjoyed this very much. I'm really glad we we did it. We did. There is a lot of ground to cover. This, this we discussed 13 Batman movies and then a bonus 14th one with The uh, Return of the Joker. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, yeah. You know, one one thing I'd say is I I think even the really bad ones, even the DCEU, there are things that you can pick out and enjoy to an extent like you can at least try to, to you might not like the entire three hour runtime but there's parts of it that you can say oh that that was a cool decision or like okay, i like but, that part yeah. Um, yeah, the and, batman
0: parts of Donna justice are the best parts of it you know
3: yeah they're worth your time
0: justice league i don't i can't think of any part that's great but like <laughs> I, I, did they ever explain the
2: trench coat batman thing
0: no. The desert
3: scene. No, I don't know. Yeah, no. Yeah, no.
1: but I'm sure we'll find out in the Snyder cut.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: I don't know what is this? This movie I is so long. <laughs> it's a tease well, for Justice League because it's supposed to be setting up Dark Side.
2: Yeah, yeah. I saw the parody. Like,
0: yeah. There's a giant Omega symbol on the ground and stuff. I don't know.
3: Whatever. I had to plant the seeds. <laughs>
0: It's a, it's weird that Batman got a weird nightmare premonition. Like that's not
3: Batman's thing.
0: And then was it even a, of all the people? And like how? And then Flash shows up, and he should have been like, uh, "Who was that? What what was that about?" Also in a dream. Yeah, also that in a dream. Like I, I don't
3: get it. That was we we've, we've got to shoehorn these characters in quick. Exactly. Marvel's ahead of us. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Like I said, I I wouldn't mind like a my, I wouldn't mind Ben Affleck coming back as like older batman like i think he's good it's just yeah i think i think with the right material like that could be a really cool movie Mm
4: -hmm.
0: um and i'm not the biggest ben affleck guy but i don't dislike him Mm
4: -hmm.
0: um i mean you know i grew up with kevin smith movies i can't hate him
2: Um, (laughs) (laughs) that's where i sit with
0: him yeah um yeah, so, I don't know, like, that that would have been a good one, too, but, like, if we're going to get old Batman, I want Michael Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. Um,
1: I I actually heard a rumor that Keaton is supposed to come back and replace Affleck in the DCEU.
0: It's just the DCEU, so I don't care. Right
1: I,
4: yeah.
1: right, I know. I was like, I don't understand how that would happen, considering I thought this was, the Flash was, like, the end of it, so I don't know not that i would be a, adverse to keaton replacing affleck overall i would rather have keaton yeah, <laughs> yeah it
3: just feels weird because it feels like if you're doing the flashpoint story yeah. alternate universes already right just you know i just
1: I, I don't know i that was just one of the many things yeah. i've heard about this movie it's uh
0: i mean the continuity in these movies don't make any sense anyway wonder woman 84 like doesn't make any sense in the context God. of the greater DCEU. <laughs> like the whole world came to like almost ended and nobody remembers it and wonder woman saved the day and she's batman's chiding her for like not saving the day i don't know
3: <laughs> don't think about it too hard or break your brain i try not to kendall's Anywhere. texting
0: me while watching batman be superman he's like i think you were saying your brain was breaking during parts of it oh i was like i don't think i can be on the podcast
2: <laughs> I think this moving. i'm gonna like uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: <laughs> can't form words after
4: that <laughs> oh
2: my god what
4: a waste uh. of time
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and honestly since i like didn't get started in time to watch justice league i probably won't ever watch it oh.
0: i don't um, think it's i don't think it's worth your time yeah
2: that said it's uh sad. if there's any uh batman movies on this list you haven't seen
0: for the most part,
2: they're all worth watching.
0: Yeah, there's something, like a, there's some, there's something good and something you can pick out that you like in all of them. Oh, definitely. I like yeah. even if you take your bat, like your Batman, like grim, dark, and serious. Like, watch the more lighthearted ones. I think it's an extreme. It shows like how strong the franchise is that it's it's so adaptable to tone and setting. Like they could throw Batman in space and it would work. Like. Mm-hmm. I think it shows what a what a strong concept the character is and I, I think that's just it's a big part of his enduring legacy I, I think you can make a comedy is just as viable as like a really serious character breakdown and study, uh, you know, like, you can get two great movies out of them they're so wildly different from each other, but like they and, both work in their own way, and I think and, that's wonderful
3: yeah and this franchise has shown an ability to come back from the dead too i mean even when it kind of went off a cliff with the batman and robin era (laughs) then it came back strong with the nolan trilogy and then after dark knight Rises, kind of disappointed they took a break retooled a little bit tried to bring it back for the dawn of justice and now it's kind of you know up in the air again and they're going to try to reinvent it again so Mm -hmm. like you said scott i mean it's this kind of a testament to the character because there's other franchises that once you have that one bad outing they're done i mean Green Lantern. It's a perfect yeah. example. It
0: won't even to talk <laughs> about him.
3: But I was gonna say, like, so, you, know, you know,
0: like Superman, like they keep trying to make him have a franchise, movie franchise, and it keeps not working. Like it fell apart by the end of that, the Christopher Reeve stuff. Um Superman Returns was supposed to kick stuff off. They tried Super tried to make Superman lives in the 90s and it didn't happen, yeah. obviously. But like Superman Returns was another. Like failed start, and that was a sequel to the first two rather than all four. Um I think Man Man of Steel was a misfire. Mm-hmm. Um, because like the DCEU was off the rails like immediately. Um, and they killed Superman in the second movie he was in. Um like, <laughs> so yeah. I, I yeah, I Wonder Woman uh like took forever for her to even get one movie. She got a decent one and then has been in nothing but badness ever since. Like mm. Uh, Like, yeah, yeah, just like other DC characters, I haven't been able to be as adaptable. Like, certain way, even like Spider Man's not been as adaptable. Like, the Amazing Spider Man, everyone hates Spider Man 3. They tried rebooting him again with Amazing Spider Man. Those two movies didn't take off. The MCU ones people like, but to me, like, lose a lot of what makes Spider Man Spider Man. And, like, almost Spider Verse almost seems like a miracle fluke. But you know what? It's the same guys who did the Lego movies lord and miller yeah so that's like yeah so if you have if you like spider-verse and give lego batman a shot it's kind of got a a similar style to it it's not a multiverse thing at least not a multiverse with batman they do bring in like (laughs) other villains from stuff (laughs) but you know it it has that humor they were supposed to do solo and then they got kicked off and replaced with ron howard
3: because because they weren't given the same freedom that they've been given for these other projects they were kind of caught in a box for the disney box and they had to leave
0: yeah and that sucks yeah <sighs> for real and that's why edgar yeah. wright had to leave ant-man because you got tell a line they own everything like you can't that's why i don't like them being such a huge monopoly i don't care that like the fantastic four and the x-men are home now i'm like <laughs> it's it's not worth one media controlling all of our that's why i hope sony keeps spider-man forever mm. we would never have gotten spider-verse under disney and because they they wouldn't that's such a weird experiment to take just the art style alone like
3: um anyway this has gone off on a weird tangent (laughs) (laughs) well to bring it back I mean I think you know seeing the risks that a live action batman would be able to take that's what i'm hopeful for the batman i'm hopeful that this new era um they do take some risks maybe not as far as the batman forever batman and robin risks but um you know let's let's try to get away from this dark and gritty thing that we've been stuck in since uh the mid-2000s and and let's try something new and and go somewhere new with the character
0: you know what i think that might be why that trailer didn't do much for me it's just like as i've already kind of seen that version of batman Mm -hmm. and i I, i'm i'm ready for something a little different or something a little little more surprising like if this was batman beyond like and robert pattinson was terry mcginnis and uh i wish yeah and and michael keaton was bruce wayne like i'd be really down for that Mm -hmm. although really like they could bring kevin conroy in as bruce wayne for that too they could yeah you know but um i i i like it as the batman returns or superman returns rather version of uh for for the for the original two Burton movies, I think that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's my ideal Batman movie right now. Uh, and you could play with like the technology, like because his villains are real sci-fi and weird. Like it would be kind of cool to see a glowing skeleton man on screen. Like
3: <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if they could do a return of the Joker because they didn't quite establish the Bat family, but like a Jack Nicholson return, you know, <laughs> just kind of work him in. Oh my god, that would be <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Um, I mean, that'd be my idea.
0: I didn't even think about that.
3: Um, I mean, it'd probably be that weird de-aging CGI thing, it would de of course. Um, oh well,
0: but yeah, as long uh, as he has his real big uh, the yes. guy,
3: <laughs> how
0: is he walking with that
3: son of Bob? Bob's revenge.
0: Oh my god, Bob Jr., <laughs> Bob
3: Jr. you are my number <laughs> two guy. <laughs>
0: Oh, poor Man. Bob! You're my number one point five guy.
4: Yep. Uh, oh God.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I even if I was saying like I, you know I put Batman eighty nine as like middle of the road, like I still obviously really enjoy that movie. We talked about it extensively. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to end the podcast now. I keep false start, false ending us, and we keep going on a different thing. But uh, <laughs> stay tuned. Um, you know, we're going to have a special episode next week. So until then, uh, stay safe. Uh,